Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the U.S. with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers in the U.S.? They have everything you could possibly want, like fruit trees, palm trees, evergreens, houseplants, and so much more. Whatever you're interested in, they have it for you. Find the perfect fit for your climate and space. Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online, and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever. This spring, they have the best deals online, up to half off on select plants and other deals. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code POOL at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at FastGrowingTrees.com using the code POOL at checkout. FastGrowingTrees.com, code POOL. Offer is valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. What is going on, everybody? It is episode 409 of Pop Culture Crisis. My name is Brett, and I'm here with my co-host. Would you introduce yourself, please? Hi, Crisis Actors. It's Mary. We're coming at you with some chaotic energy today. And for once, we have some guests on the show. I know you guys have been feeling kind of lonely with just us two. Yeah. So today we have, first of all, Bert, the legend himself. Thank you very much. I'm Chris Bertman. I'm a writer for Timcast, also a noted right-wing extremist. Is that oh. what you are? I am, yes. Noted by whom? Myself. Oh, okay. <laughs> Got it. Hey, I saw your I saw your post the other day about how libertarians are just right-wings, uh, right-wingers. Without I'm being, correct. Uh, you're wrong. I'm correct. <laughs> you're wrong. You may be right some of the time. You're not right wait, what all is the it time. that you said exactly? Can I say the full thing? Yes. I don't know. Get, uh, am I allowed oh, wait. To? No, I don't think I can. Okay. Because uh, it's got a bad word. Okay, it's well, a uh, word. but he said, you know, like libertarians are most just, most, most libertarians are just conservatives that aren't willing to admit it. And they're I would tweet the same thing, but I would say most libertarians are just liberals who aren't willing to admit it. See, that's me. That's uh, I, I. I think I fall more into that category than anyway. I, I, we forgot to, them, to tell you yeah. that Carter is also here. How you doing, buddy? Y'all promised me there'd be no right wing extremists on today. That's There's... why I agreed to come on. <laughs> well, musicians. You want to being... stage a walkout? No, I'm too not wanting to do that to do that. Do, music, um, do musicians go on strike? Is there a musician's guild? That uh, seems like it would be impossible. I don't know. There is. Like record but labels would like be the, the big same studios. Sag Astra, I think. Yeah, because I mean they're still owned by the same companies, right? Like Pretty Warner much. Brothers owns publishing. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean it's all the entertainment publishing. business yeah. industry. But yeah, I'm Carter Banks. I make music. Uh, do trash house records and, and such and I'm pleased to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, man And you're working on a new Nightcore crisis party for us. That is true as yes. of yesterday. Was that what I heard? Yep. Yeah, yeah it's Just a bunch <laughs> of screaming me and Hannah Claire was just like what the hell's going on? It's great. What are you talking maybe. about? Maybe I Wait, don't spoil it. Oh, oh, okay. oh, oh, no, that was Ian. Oh, okay. I'm working on a lot of stuff right now That was okay. Ian yelling at that you actually guys explains from a lot. my vocal booth. Okay. Okay. Perfect. Just two minutes straight. We got a bunch of stuff to talk about here today, ladies and gentlemen. As many have predicted, look, 
The Barbie marketing campaign is going to go down in history as the greatest hoodwink of all time. The reviews are starting to flow in and it's feminist trash as everyone probably could have predicted if you didn't have the blinders on by the pink Barbie house, by the pink TARDIS, by all the great marketing they did to make you forget that this movie's not about fun. It's not about dolls. It's not about things being pretty. It's about feminism. It's about patriarchy. It's about all things that aren't fun at all in the world. So we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about Christian Toto's review. We're going to go through a couple of the other ones that were on Rotten Tomatoes because it has a score yes. of 89 right now. So the critics are loving it because it I hates men. screenshotted some particularly heinous ones. I woke up to those and I was just like, it's too early for this shit. <laughs> like, sorry. I was like um, up at 6 a.m. looking at this stuff. I was like, I was like, I'm going back to bed. I'm not reading <laughs> this right now. So uh, we're going to talk about that. The Jason Aldean story, which we reported on on Monday, has blown up even further. His song, Try... Try, Try that, that in, in a, a small, small town. town. I can't even say it with a straight face. Have you heard it, Carter? No. I have it's, heard it. You have heard I'm it? I'm a country fan. That's tame. Let me it's, just tell it's you. Very oh, yeah. It's very tame. It's nothing. It's very okay. tame. But so, for 2023, that's... Oh, get over yourselves, guys. Too far. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's a distinction to be made that they're not... They're, they're kind of complaining about the song, but what they're really complaining about is the video uh, in a lot of it. Okay. Uh, have the, you not seen Aaron Lewis's Am I the Only One? It did the same exact thing two well, years ago. Yeah. I'm, I'm waiting for you to go off. Yes. We'll, we'll talk about it. So it has been pulled by the CMT network from, uh, from air. So they're not showing it there anymore on there anymore. And it's also the people who love country music have come out in kind. And the song has kind of shot to the top of the iTunes chart. So we're going to talk That's about what that. happens when you pull it. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's the Streisand effect all over yeah. again. We're also going to talk about the, persistent recurring rumor that Disney might in fact be sold off by Bob Iger to Apple because we're going to talk about that because they're selling off a lot of their core television networks. They want to get rid of them because nobody actually has cable anymore. So we're going to talk about that. We're also going to talk about pro wrestler Hornswoggle who initially did have strong opinions on Snow White getting rid of the dwarf characters talking about it on Piers Morgan with an absolutely insufferable male feminist something or other thing that I, I he was just insufferable. We'll talk about it. Uh, he's, he's criticizing Disney. He's criticizing people's takes on why they think it's okay and progressive to get rid of the dwarves in favor of the seven homeless-looking people. The bandits. The, the, the bandits. The Portland so, bandits. The Portland. That's a great band name. That's a sport. That's a a great sports team name. <laughs> the right? Portland Bandits. Yeah. It's kind It'd of redundant accurate. if you ask yeah. me. It'd be good. It's good. So we're right. going to talk about that. We got a bunch of other stuff. Uh, it's a bit chaotic here today. I, oh, by the way, I do. You asked why He's I drink water. water. Um, nice. I'll, I'll tell you why. Okay. So last night, I've told the story. I told a couple of other people this. So, because you're really proud yeah, of yourself. I, I, yeah. Let's hear it. Yeah. Okay. So no, <laughs> no. I, I was initially very disgusted with myself. So last night at 9 p.m., I posted this on my Instagram story. I went out to the store and bought like a Reese's peanut butter, a king size Reese's peanut butter cup at doing nine that shit too. at nine p.m. You're talking yeah. about this like you're on a bender or something. Yeah. Like it's not that big of a deal. Nine p.m. and I got home and I took a picture of it and it was just like, frankly, I'm disgusted by my lack of self control. You got a king size Reese's cup with Reese's puffs inside it. Yeah. <laughs> what? And it's still yeah yeah it's a thing it's a thing. Oh, I identify with. They you. also made one that has potato chips inside of it. That just oh, sounds disgusting. Yeah. It wasn't good. But I, I got it home. I took a picture of it, and I was just like, I can't do this. So yeah. I saved it, and I'm going to eat it after. of conscience. I'm going to eat it after the show today, and so I decided to continue on. I, I opened my energy drink. I took a few sips, and I'm like, I need to just. You should eat it so um, when we go to the outro screen. I just downstairs. So I'll have to go downstairs, bring it back upstairs, yes. and then eat it. So yeah. So I'm just. Uh, it's just my own attempt to not be a gluttonous pig. 
you know, I'm just uh, trying to make a few small changes. That's all you gotta do. Make a few small changes so you don't become Lizzo. That's that's True. what you There's do. something about nighttime that just lets you think you can do that. Yeah. I've yeah. done it too, but it's been like yeah. 1 a.m. and I'll wake up and I'll go to sheets <laughs> and be like, it's two for five. <laughs> <laughs> so, so just, uh, yes, water today. So it, it's fine. If you guys are ready, we'll get right into it. Carter, you ready? I'm ready. Mary, you ready? Uh-huh. Yes, sir. Okay, let's do this. First things first, ladies and gentlemen, with the strike going on and all of these streaming services supposedly in trouble, Netflix is removing their one of their most popular streaming options. They're getting rid of the $9.99 no ad tier, which was basically like basic with, uh, with basically standard definition video uh nope now you got to get the 1549 one which is the i mean you should have that one anyways if they've you're been watching charging me that I'm forever this is making yeah. me so glad that there are alternative free streaming sites and by that she means there, like tubi like tubi like <laughs> d does anybody actually use does anybody, you use plex right uh sometimes you you, you were like seeing the praises i've never of plex. heard of that what was i yeah on, on twitter you were singing the praises of plex to me you said it was really really good i did yes you should make tubi plex what? I went. I don't remember. Yeah, I'm I remember getting that. old, man. I don't remember this stuff. So it's uh, so basically, you're gonna have to pay fifteen forty nine. I think if you that want this came ads. after their decision to scrap Masters of the Universe, yep. which cost them thirty million dollars. Just in production planning, the one that had nothing to do with He Man. Those actors no, that are no, striking, uh, doing another one. Those actors yeah. that are striking need to pay their fair share of the thirty million that was just lost at Netflix. Yeah, because uh, a lot of that money was spent putting people on hold. The directors were on hold. The lead actor was on hold. All for a He-Man that we know would just hate men anyways and wouldn't actually be He-Man. But Netflix is That's as That's a usual. Mattel product, right? Yes, mm -hmm. um, I believe so. Uh, but yeah, uh, and it says a spokesperson for Mattel confirms that Masters of the Universe is no longer at Netflix, but did not provide any further comment. Okay. Uh, and that's, uh, that, that is to be expected because I don't actually expect them to come out with that. Nobody actually liked uh, the one that they put out last year. So, mm -hmm. you know, it is what it is. Uh, guys, uh, <laughs> Mary showed me this earlier. What does this mean, Mary? Uh, this is on the retail site for women called Reformation, and they advertised one of their linen dresses saying, not just Keanu Reeves, sexy, wrinkly linen. I have to push back on this because the reason people like Keanu is because he doesn't look his age. He has the, he's beard fishing. Yes, yeah, when he shaves, The beard he looks, hides the wrinkles. When, he, when, when Keanu Reeves shaves, he looks much older than, I mean, he looks his age, but when he has the beard, he looks much younger than he is. Yeah. So, you know, it's a, I, I it's had the same thing happen when I, when I shaved recently. Fishing. They could never say this, like, not just Judy Dench, yeah. sexy, <laughs> wrinkly linen. You, like, that would obviously cause outrage. You could but because do, it's a man, you can shame him for his looks. I suppose. I mean, they could do, like, would it be, like, not just Lizzo and, like, but folded linen? Folded linen? Ooh. <laughs> like, uh, but, like, for this, like, for me, when I not shaved. Not just Lizzo. Giant oversized Gals. linen yes exactly <laughs> like when i shaved recently and everybody made fun of me for for two days i felt bad after uh because well I, got I, I had it i had it coming uh never i thought it was funny but i was like i didn't want to hurt his feelings never, it, it didn't hurt my feelings recession and inflation are here gas housing and everyday goods are up way up and 
and you want to be ready for any situation. So what would you do if there's no food on the shelf? Arc Heirloom Seeds are here to help. Did you know 99% of seeds sold today can't reproduce? With Heirloom Seeds, you only have to plant once. Then you can grow year after year, giving you and your family stability and security because things are getting crazy out there. Our all-in-one seed kit provides everything you need to grow your own food. This premium seed kit has over 65 varieties, 50,000 seeds, and stores for 15 years. You'll also get our exclusive seed guide to make growing a no-brainer. Arc Seed Kits is a family-owned and operated business and the most trusted name in the nation for over 15 years. Our mandate is to get heirloom seeds into every home in America. Go to arcseedkits.com today and get free shipping by entering promo code podcast. That's arkseedkits.com, promo code podcast. Get your seeds, get prepared, get growing. arcseedkits.com. Like, look, which we never, like... Whenever I would shave, it would always be before, like after we finished the show on Friday, you shave on Friday so that by Monday, your stubble has at least grown back slightly. Yeah. But then I had to do IRL that night and I just looked, yeah. I looked very not good. This is why I don't shave because I literally yeah. look like I'm 12. Yeah. See, it's Baby not a good, face spurt. It's not a good I, idea. I look 12 and 30 at the same time. Yeah. It's not a good thing. Yeah. And Carter, you, you kind of always have the stubble. Do I? Yeah. I tried. Um shaving and i tried growing a beard once just this is just lack Same. of doing anything about it yeah Doesn't i did work. actually try to shave right before the show and but i didn't commit fully so what is this company i've never even heard of it i had i i'm a woman so <laughs> i i like online shopping there you go it's uh i do get we have ads. simple needs what is the um <laughs> wait what is that company that uh, gets the horrible rap for like horrible working conditions she i get weird ads for that on twitter yeah <laughs> it's, yeah, yeah. Because we've had to talk about it on air, right? Because we've talked about the... Their the, child labor. The influencer who went there and there's like, there's no problems here. <laughs> and and they, they hired like a, some social media influencer to go to their um, sweatshops basically <laughs> and say there's nothing wrong with this place. Just yeah. like stalling all over again. Yeah. The Potemkin shops. How do they design their clothing? Do they just wash it and then put it on the chair in your bedroom that just sits there with the clean clothing until you decide to wear something? Yeah. Yeah? yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's how I get mine. Yeah. They're pointing out, they said, Brett, you said you were going to make Burtman pay. I did make Burtman pay. He's here today. I'm forcing him to be on the show today. This is true. That's what he's doing here. Yeah. So, all right, Mary, tell us about this story because this story is crazy. This is a true crime YouTuber, and you know that women love true crime YouTube. Why is that, do you think? Why They're do you think obsessed with true crime shows and true crime YouTube channels where they do their makeup and they talk about the most heinous crimes that have ever happened in history. Mm. This true crime YouTuber recently had to apologize to the family of a murdered 11-year-old child after charging $3 to see his autopsy photos. I heard about that. I didn't look into it because I didn't want to know. Yeah. Sickening. I identify as a wine mom. I love true crime. I'm sorry. So I, do I. I apologize for nothing. Thank I, you. Look, it's it's one thing to like true crime and have like a normal interest in it, but yeah. to like have this morbid curiosity to the point where you would pay to see a child's dead body. That's different. That's too far, you know? I and understand also, it, but it's too far. Yeah. Tone, I wouldn't call that true crime. Yeah. The tone of these YouTube videos is always like just too lighthearted for the subject matter. Right. Well, where, you know, that. they're like doing their beauty blender, like putting on their foundation, doing their eyeshadow, and talking about a murder that happened to a child. People were saying that, it's interesting because people were saying that about us when we were talking about this story on Friday 
of Mark Wahlberg, the ridiculous story that couldn't be proven and in no way, shape, or form seemed real at all because we were laughing at how absurd yeah. the story was. And people said it was disrespectful to take that okay, tone but with we, that. If it but were it was, a true story, yeah, we would exactly. not be laughing at it. But anyway, I think that women like true crime more than men because they are really into psychoanalyzing people and like looking into the motivations for the things that they do yeah. that's why they like astrology for instance um and they also run I think from the crystal women chicks, particularly fall victim to fear porn a lot and uh i think true crime has made a lot of women feel like the world is a more dangerous place than it is yeah. Well, I mean, Hollywood in general has done that in, over the last 20 to 30 years by making all the movies and all the television shows about those types of characters. Like, Criminal Minds has turned more than a few women into very, very scared people when they're walking. Or hybristophiliacs. Or, uh, or, to be fair, like, a lot of it could also be that they're just more on edge than they would be before, but maybe it's better to be more on edge and aware. Than... If it's motivating women to start carrying, then maybe that's a good consequence. <laughs> yeah, but they don't do that. They, they, don't, do they that. don't do that. They tell you that's a bad idea idea and that you shouldn't do that you should just let yourself get attacked and then be angry when you get actually no you should be okay with it when you get attacked. that's what emma vigilin said yeah what she said what? she was basically saying it's like a, a bourgeois idea to expect a basic level of safety in public transportation oh she okay. literally said that yeah wait so. so she's saying the idea like if you if you get on like a public transport like if you get on a bus mm -hmm. the idea if you that want you should society to, to be, be safe. safe and comfortable then that means you're uh privileged and entitled yes. bourgeoisie she gave a story about how she got like hit by somebody who was having a quote-unquote like mental episode or something like that and she's i had to recognize he was going through no 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 no. it's okay oh, yeah. to be like i shouldn't be hit in public yeah it's okay cool tell that to the women on like japanese public transport where they get groped all the time uh but it's uh, i suppose the same thing happens when they say like uh well why do you like when people get mad that their stuff gets stolen when people break into their house and they're like well, you don't know what their yeah. reasons could have been yeah all those women who say like if if someone broke into our house i wouldn't want my husband to defend us because we don't know if they need the money what that yeah. is uh that is 21st like century women uh, <laughs> in, in a, a nutshell, nutshell. Yeah. absolutely like that is absolutely what you'd expect to hear from American women, Western women in the but 21st century. But essentially this video was on her Patreon account and you pay $3 a month to watch the video. That's How did she obtain this video? She had to pay for it, right? <gasps> she bought yeah. it and then distributed it? Yep. I don't know if this is safe from for YouTube. Who? But do you know the idea of a snuff film? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Is this the same territory she's making a profit sort off of, of something? I mean, it's like if she were, you know, having people pay her paywall to see live leak yeah. torture videos right. or like beheading videos. So basically she like, she licensed out by, by buying the rights to it. A little uh, weird. From yeah. who did she buy the rights? That's what I want to know. Yeah, right? so it says, uh, it says intending to create a video about this case, the YouTuber submitted a request for public records okay. and obtained photos of the child's autopsy. So That's would that be weird. like what the Freedom of Information yeah. Act? Yeah. It feels okay, like yeah. that would be So she's selling that. free material from the government yeah. that was given to her. Well, you know, she's Which just weird. So other people don't have disgusting. to go. And, uh, she's basically saying the other the people that watch her are just as weird, but they don't want to pay. They don't want to actually go through the effort of submitting their their FOIA mm -hmm. request to whatever jurisdiction had this in. Yeah, that's really I'm creepy. Surprised really they weird. would give that to her. But so also, the father of the child victim said that she was dishonoring his son and that it was evil to obtain the pictures in the first place, and that it lacked any sort of sensitivity to the situation. 
Yeah. I can I agree mean, with yeah. that. But also, like, Obviously. part of this does come from a culture in which we're extremely desensitized to violence, extremely desensitized to all of these incidents. Look at well, look at the sub. Look at how everyone reacted to the sub. Not everybody was laughing at them and mad because they were billionaires. A lot of us, like someone like me, just really did end up looking at all the memes and all the videos and all the stuff that got created out of a born out of an extremely tragic event. The it's internet so has dumb. the internet has this in a is lot sort of, of like if they took the the pieces of the submersible that they found in the water and started auctioning them off. Yes. To they do that too. Fans. People do that. They're, they're, there's absolutely the people that correct uh, collect memorabilia from yeah. true crime and stuff like that. Like what the the last piece of J well, who's a James Dean's Porsche or whatever went for like a million dollars or something like that. Mm -hmm. Um, goes for a lot of money and people who have a lot of money collect stuff like that. It's extremely dark, I don't yeah. quite but it. It, it doesn't quite get it to me. But, you know, in a lot of ways, we like laughing at stuff that's extremely depressing, like the downfall of Western civilization. Is that any better? I have My no idea. My greatest fear isn't necessarily getting murdered in some gruesome way. It's uh, people ha like making true crime videos about it or like... <sighs> You're like you're not allowed. Like, please don't make true crime videos about my selling. The I never story. even thought about that. About if, that's what you have to worry about now. If people make true crime videos about your, about your dad, <sighs> Carter's like, no, I will not sell the rights to, uh, yeah, to my that's name. Crazy. And you are not allowed to me. I'll just say this now, like in, in case that happens, which mm. I hope it doesn't. True crime YouTubers, please don't cover my murder. Especially the ones that do make. I've never seen a makeup tutorial oh, yeah, true that's, crime video. Mary Mary introduced me to that phenomenon, and it was extremely demoralizing that to me insane. to watch uh, yeah. women doing their makeup while talking about the most gruesome shit you've ever heard. I don't care. Shout out to Barely Sarian. <laughs> <laughs> and he's over here feeling extremely judged right that's now. Okay. I don't care. He's, I don't care. Uh, uh, do you have a, Do you have one to follow in particular, like a, a true crime YouTuber, a true crime podcaster? Uh, I can't think of their I name, do. but um, you do who? Harsh Reality. He's okay. good. That might he's be like him. a British dude. Yeah. He makes two videos a day. He's like, this yeah. is video one of two. Right. Harsh like, Reality's good. I do listen to Mr. Bond, uh, so that's yeah. I like him, too. but not decoy voices. Kind of a true crime. He, yeah, you know? he well, yeah, he covers like actual like that's like reporting, Those right? Are, yeah, it's different than like people. Mr. Ballin does like stuff that's a little bit different than that, where he covers like actual crimes that have been right. like gruesome crimes. He's more of an like entertainment that. guy, I feel yeah. like. Yeah, it's, it's good. So just uh, just be aware, like there's a certain level at a point where you're going to you're going to delve into ghoulish territory. Yeah. They've delved into ghoulish territory. On a lighter a note, bit. here's this little slice of life story from the Oppenheimer behind the uh, scenes. Uh, and on a lighter note, here's a story Details. about the guy who created the atomic bomb. <laughs> <laughs> Killian Murphy, he said he warned against his diet that he used preparing for Oppenheimer because he ate only an almond a day. It just sounds like- To achieve like... his physique, he said he lived on uh, cigarettes and martinis and Me barely too, buddy. ate anything. It... Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. It just sounds like something like his publicist came. Like, he's a skinny I, I don't, legend. Yeah. I don't doubt that's what literally what you sent me. You're like, he's a skinny legend. And I'm like, what the hell or is he's this? A, he's what they call an almond mom. Ah, wait. What the How hell do you live on an almond? An he's almond going for a high-fat diet. 
An almond mom is derived from the uh, Hadid mother who told uh, Gigi once to eat an almond and chew it very slowly when she was preparing for a photo shoot. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. Holy crap. I don't know why I remember that, but I remember that. So yeah, I mean, he's got the <laughs> physique. I'm, I'm excited. Like, look, given all the bad news that's been coming out about Barbie that we're going to have to unfortunately slog through today, it makes me a little bit more excited about sitting through three hours of Oppenheimer. Like it's going to wash over me. Like an, like an atomic bomb. Like radiation washing over me. I think it's going to be interesting and entertaining. Um, yeah. But we're talking about Barbie more because they're doing the outrage marketing yeah. tactic at this point. Yep. So so we're gonna we're gonna go see it, or I'm gonna I'm gonna go see it on Friday. You're gonna try and see it over the weekend. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So it's, I'm excited about that. Also, Amaranth has been banned off Twitch for unknown reasons. Yeah. After they just banned PewDiePie. They're getting rid of all the the legends over there. But she wasn't she wasn't banned permanently, right? No, no, not a permanent ban. It says this channel is temporarily well, unavailable due to a violation of Twitch's community guidelines. She's already publicly service. like done weird like child grooming stuff on her Twitch channel so like she literally did a smasher pass where she included underage fans in her smasher pass it while Sounds wearing like a something onision would do oh god that guy oh i remember that i, I hadn't heard onision and yeah wow really I, I could have gone a lifetime without hearing that, that name old again. school man yeah. yeah like that's weird i, I could have gone a very long i mean he time. was worse than amber yeah. yeah like Literally started some kind of he was so weird bad he got the attention of Chris Hansen. There was also the there, there was an article like the day before it says Amaranth risks kick ban for twerking on stream after platform prohibited it. I have, I cannot confirm nor deny. I can neither confirm nor deny whether the twerking also took place on Twitch. Uh, I do know that I uh, I wish I could make my money that way. I'm pretty <laughs> sure she's the one who was doing like pick me or a yeah. PlayStation 5, me or the Xbox One, and she got wrecked on yeah. Twitter. It was hilarious. Everyone took the PlayStation 5. Everybody took the PlayStation 5. Well, you know. <laughs> so, yeah. Have you ever seen that video where the guy goes to a bunch of people on the street and he goes, he goes, I, I'll give you four tickets to a WNBA game or a dollar, and everybody took the dollar? Dollar. Like, yeah. poor, um, even the women took the dollar, and this is yeah. why women's sports don't do well, because women don't support women's sports. Women True. need to actually go to their games if they're going to make the money that NBA players are making. Mm -hmm. Pearl uh, just tweeted that uh, she's been influenced by feminism because she was doing uh, female team sports for like 16 years of her life. And it trains women to be masculine and live with a team as your family, your substitute family. Oh, Damn, she's so smart. That's it's an interesting she's, connection. She points. That's she's, really cringy. I, I hope my wife's like Pearl when she grows up. <laughs> she's a volleyball player. She's, she's tall. She's, yeah. she, ma she makes perfect sense. Or a basketball player, I guess, one or the other. Yeah. Um, yeah, she's... Uh, how do you feel about Pearl? her 1v1 Brittany Griner. I don't yeah. know a whole lot about Pearl. But you watched the thing about Adam-22. That's the oh, only thing I buddy. watched. Oh, man. How, how do you feel about that? The crossover is weird. Did you see that Antonio um, uh, Antonio Brown said he wants to be the next person to have sex with Leonard oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. oh, my... I can't. I can't do it. Uh, how, how do you feel about uh, Adam-22? Like, how particularly do I feel about the situation of him yeah, yeah. letting well, cause someone... Because the other day you mentioned that you were, you're like, dude, I clicked on that video you guys released. Yeah, that's day. true. Um, <laughs> or he offered Pearl a million dollars to have a threesome oh with him. In his I life. think he's in damage control right now. I don't For trying sure. to save his I think reputation. He's just making a crap ton of money. 
I mean, same difference. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if that's damage control. I just damage don't... control for his reputation, not did, his bank account. That's what I mean. Yeah. Did you see the video he, he uh, had where he was calling out Jason Love for saying that he did it better than him? Yeah. It was just like, buddy, it already like happened. Like your own I don't... wife said that. <laughs> your own wife um, thinks see, that. See that is. Weird. It's out there forever, man. Right. And twenty-two. <sighs> Too late. Yeah, dude. It's a, it's a weird world we live in where that's now the norm. Yeah. <laughs> and that's like like those oh. things are now completely normalized in the culture. Uh, let's talk about Miranda Lambert because I, I I actually did I saw the story and I just I hated it I hated it it's very <laughs> stupid but fans are boycotting Miranda Lambert after she scolded fans for taking photos at a show as far as I'm concerned if you pay the money for the tickets you can take your pictures with somebody at the show but this is now like becoming a weirdly separate story the ladies on the View argued about it if you actually want to go and subject yourself to clips of the View you Whoopi can go Goldberg watch that did a walk out yeah we'll, we'll oh did she going. finally leave the show no. No. Oh, don't get me excited. Got but, your uh, hopes up there. Yeah. So the the fan who they chast ch who she chastised for taking photos um, says she's never going to go see her play live again. She was scolded she like was, a school teacher would. She's going to destroy all of her Miranda Lambert merch too. Well, well they said like they got VIP tickets to the show, which costed like eight hundred dollars. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I mean, as far as anyone's concerned, you know. It's up to you what you do with that. Yeah. Like you're supporting her, and she probably shouldn't overreact like that. But I understand the annoyance with people who are, you know, have their phones out the entire time they're at a live concert because mm -hmm. it kind of degrades the experience for everyone else. Especially if there's one being held up in front of your face yes. between you and the person singing. Yes. I, I'm a little And also, no one that. watches your concert videos. Right. Like, yeah. everyone knows that. We all know things don't look as good in videos as they do in real life. Or ever. sound is good. Right. Uh, actually, I, I've mentioned it on this show before. There is a um, there is a live version of Take Me to Church that's actually... I saw that on the yeah. subway? No, no, not no. that one. No, it's, no, it's a live version where it's just... Uh, it's just... A, that one, too. That, one, that one's good as well. What's his other big one? Um, oh. He has another big one. Something wine, cherry wine. Nah, it's not that one. But there's another one uh, that he does that's where like the the song is more subtle, and the guitar is much louder. I'm not saying live music isn't better than produced music. Yeah. I'm just saying like a video of no, the this live. No, in this one, there's something about the one that I'm talking about. There's something about the the, the raw nature of the of the phone version of it that right. just ended up being better to me hmm. than than the other one but yeah so. were you there though no 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 i so wasn't how do you know? because i'm saying but i'm comparing it to the original i'm saying that he played it louder he played it more intense than oh he does. sure oh I'm, um, all i'm saying is if you're at yeah. the concert yes then the video better. you yeah. take or someone else takes is not going to be as good as your experience yeah all right all right, so uh, it's stupid, Miranda. It's just, it's just so weird that that's something that they that they care about, and that in the Whoopi Goldberg walking out thing feels very, very performative. Yeah, to it me. was scripted. Uh, it's it's very scripted. So, all right, before we get started here, guys, I always say before we get started, but we've already started. <laughs> Hit the like button on this video. Subscribe to this channel if you've not done so already. Thank you very much for that. Remember, all super chats twenty dollars and over. We will interrupt the discussion. We will read those super chats right then and there, and then we will get right back on topic. Mary, tell us all about the absolute horror oh, don't show. Don't we have cringe? Oh do, you, oh, do we want to do cringe and cute of the day? I suppose I forgot about that. Uh, what would you like to see first, cute or cringe? Let's go with cringe first. Okay, let's do cringe first. Okay, then now tell us about this, because this yeah. is about, we have more NPC streamers. I know you, go, you guys both have oh. probably seen this by now, but there there's are a these... $20 one first from Gordon Shumway. Oh, uh, he said, I, w I just saw a comedian's bit where someone in the audience said her mom was in the WNBA. He asked if she got to sit on the sidelines. She said yes, and he asked if it was lonely. 
love comedy. Anyway, the cringe of the day today is about these NPC streamers and Grimes has come out to defend them because the algorithm has voted that they are, you know, they are they are the elite e-girls. Let's uh, let's play this clip here. Guys, thank you all for the likes. I appreciate it. Mm, the roses. roses. Oh, I saw that. Uh, roses. What? Uh, roses. Uh, roses. Please. I like chicken. Hello, I'm AI. <laughs> rebooting. System rebooting. Thank you for your- GG. They see Mr. Everyone's Keen? doing Am it. I having a stroke right now? Queen slang. Hi, Zaza. Guys, thank you all. Do you think it's like a way of hiding your personality because you don't have to actually be you? What is this? It, it, NPC streams. What does that mean? Mm, popcorn. What? Yes, yes, yes. What does that mean? I've seen I, I, that too. Am I actually too old to understand this? Yes. You haven't seen this yet? No. Okay, it's a trend called NPC streaming where the girl, usually an e-girl, on a stream on TikTok reacts to the stickers that are sent to her with certain taglines. So like if they send her popcorn, she says, yes, popcorn, yes, popcorn. You know? That is so one of them like has, an NPC in a video game. Yes. One of them, she, her shtick is that she puts a single popcorn kernel into a hair straightener yeah. and pops it with a hair straightener. All right, that's kind of cool. That's brilliant. And she like yeah. reacts to these, these stickers that they send her and that's the whole, that's the whole thing. That's it. In the chat. Uh, wow, and she's okay. like making 2,000 or 4,000 a month. Well, off this of is this. BS. So maybe <laughs> you should start doing it. I should, yeah. In the chat, Doll Click, uh, <laughs> Doll Click says, I see nothing wrong with this. Oh my God, why is everyone not getting it? And Grimes uh, said, All these years you people dismissed the Manic Pixie Dream Girls, and now we are coming for your last vestiges of, this, of your psyche. I think I'm going to watch Garden State when I get home. Oh, I love that movie. <laughs> yep. Yeah, there you go. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's a weird trend that that we're seeing right now. But also, there was an article written by Dick Serto was basically saying like new fetish goes viral uh, because a lot of the women that do this they link to their OnlyFans yes. with mm. it. That's so. where the real money is made. Yeah. Grimes also said, while you partied, the elf girls studied the blade on PlayStation. The corporeal That's is now funny. indistinguishable from the machine. Don't be a pick me girl, they said. But it was you who chose the elf girls. You are the algorithm. Well, this is this is why the writer strike will have no bearing in the world right now because people are entertained by anything, right? So if they yeah. if like what do they need Including to do? Including skibbity toilet. Yeah. Uh, do we have? Are we showing that? What I is that? I, I didn't know if you wanted to show that's. Too... Maybe maybe later in a different episode we'll talk about skibbity toilet. I don't know if you guys are ready for that. <laughs> It's a little bit much. It's harrowing. It's a little bit that in the Rucka Rucka Ali's uh, version of what you say by uh, about Andrew Tate that everybody should go watch after this episode today. But I sent it to like nine people last night, and everybody's like, "Dude, this song's stuck in my head now." <laughs> like everyone, everyone is like, "It's a bop." It's it's a bop. <laughs> it All was. Right. All right, I got some cute of the day to uh, to cleanse the palate here. First things first, from Brad says, Brett, can you give Diesel a shout out? He crossed the Rainbow Bridge on Sunday. Aww. That is an adorable. Oh. My grandpa has a cat named Diesel. It's a cute name. And it's it looks very very. Um, Love the stash. Yeah, it looks very very strong. R.I.P. Yes. Uh, so big shout out. And also here we have one from Joe Minieri says, uh, here's Pansy, who's not allowed on the bed, busted, too cute to be in trouble. It's very, it's like hiding in there. I like Ooh. the name Pansy too. <laughs> there you That's go. what Bucko does in my studio he, when, he, when he gets in, in there. Yeah. yeah. Has that happened recently? 
Not recently, because he's, I'm very he's careful. He's banned from this floor. Of the he's house. not supposed to be. He is he's now not supposed to be upstairs yeah. at all in any right. way, shape, or form. <laughs> yeah, we've talked about this. Um, <laughs> he's uh, he doesn't gates back up. He does not treat he he does not treat the ground with he any had level a chance. of sanctity. He pees in front of my studio. <laughs> yep. We trusted him, and he cannot be trusted. He let us down. Anyway, right. we're gonna talk about Barbie because the review embargo ended yesterday, and the reviews are in, and our greatest fears are now confirmed. We were justifiably wary of this movie from the very start, even though the marketing campaign was done really well up until this point. We thought, you know, they're going to hoodwink us. It's going to bait and switch us to see this movie because it looks like a fun, superficial, lighthearted comedy. And it's actually just a feminist lecture, according to a lot of the reviews. Well, it's got an 89% on The critics are liking it, but we know not to trust the critics. And even in the fresh scores on Rotten Tomatoes, they are revealing what this film is really about. One said, uh, it is a powder pink Trojan horse with which the film smuggles in its very real commentary on gender politics. Another one said it's a feminist fairy tale with lots on its mind about the modern world and the gender roles within that and it's exceptionally silly and funny. It doesn't sound silly and funny to me. Uh, Should we read them the... (laughs) Here's some rotten reviews. Okay. Uh, For the first 30 minutes or so, Barbie is a fun featherweight satire. Then the stuff about patriarchy kicks in and the film turns into a thinly disguised Me Too rant trading comedy for man bashing and a lot of confused point scoring about sexism. Ten, another one. Ten patriarchies, I was told. Greta right. Gerwig's artistic voice feels stifled here and repackaged as an empowerment product to be sold on shelves. What with the necessary accessories, the truth and nuance of her previous work sold separately. Another one said, for all that Mattel will profit from Gerwig's name, there's little here of her private reserve for outstanding sensitivity, messiness, and the appreciation or the beauty of the real world. In their place are merely hollow overtures to feminism. Yep. It's neither a full-on farce nor a sharp feminist takedown, but a weird amalgam of the two that tries to wear its intellectual colors lightly. So It was always going to be that when it's going yeah. to try to put messaging into a multi-million <laughs> Another one called it studio. a hamster wheel of relentless identity crises, musical numbers, tears, tantrums, bland feminist speeches, questionable acting from the huge cast, and Ken suddenly turns into a deranged ex-boyfriend. You know, it's a shame that Amy Schumer wasn't involved or else it would have actually been, you know, funny. They tarnished Margot <laughs> Robbie's name just by including her in this. Um, and then also Hollywood and Toto, we love Christian Toto's reviews. He talked about this and he said that there is not even a flicker of romance between Barbie and Ken that we were hoping for because that would be uh, not an empowerment narrative at all. Yeah. And he also said that uh, it emasculates all the male characters and it generally, he called it a two-hour wokeathon brimming with feminist lectures and nuclear-level rage against men. And he counted the number of times that they used the word patriarchy in it. Um, and we can try to do the tequila shot challenge if we want to have alcohol poisoning by the end. Ten. He said, can you take ten, ten tequila times shots? Whiskey. The word patriarchy is uttered in Barbie. What a brilliant screenplay. I mean, who doesn't mention that word at least five times a day? Is Ken a eunuch in the movie? <laughs> It's one of my biggest true to form. It's one of my biggest complaints about Hollywood is that like a lot of the writing when they're in these movies, it tends to be language that just isn't used in your general day to day life. You don't, you don't no. say you that don't. word on a regular basis. 
You don't say, you certainly don't say insurrection as much as I've heard no. on network television in the last year, as much as they say on network television. Wait, are, are these the guys that wrote the script that are on strike right now that might lose their jobs? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh. But we're supposed to feel sorry for them. Well, now I care. We're supposed to stand in solidarity with them as mm. the laborers. Okay, yep. gotcha. Um, and then there's also this horrific synopsis of the plot that was updated on the Wikipedia page for the movie. And I don't know if I should go through the whole thing, but like, it's it's really bad. Uh, you know, read the first part sure. and then the end. So Margot the first Robbie's part is character the good part. is called Stereotypical Barbie, when they could have just called it Classic Barbie. It says, Stereotypical Barbie and her fellow Barbies all live in Barbie Land, a matriarchal utopia where they work in powerful, influential jobs while their Ken counterparts spend their days socializing at the beach. During a dance party, stereotypical Barbie suddenly becomes stricken with the worries about her own mortality. The following day, she finds herself depressed and experiencing sudden physical changes related to menopause. Margot Robbie doesn't look <laughs> menopausal to me, but maybe no. I'm just crazy. Weird Barbie, an outcast in Barbie Land whose owners abused her toy incarnation, tells stereotypical Barbie that she and everyone who lives in Barbie Land is actually a toy. To recover from her mysterious affliction, she must travel into the real world and find the girl who owns her. So basically what this means is Damn. that uh, a mom who is in menopause has been playing with her daughter's Barbies and this has transferred her negative emotions onto Margot Robbie's character. Yep. And uh, I'll just continue the last part here. Uh, Ken discovers America's patriarchal system and returns to Barbie land and convinces the other Kens to establish their own patriarchy. The Barbies become demoralized and subjugated into submissive roles as maids, housewives, and girlfriends, causing stereotypical Barbie to be depressed. With the help and encouragement of Sasha, Gloria, Weird Barbie, and Alan, other abandoned Barbie toy lines, the Barbies are motivated to take Barbie Land back from the Kens, causing the Kens to go to war with each other on the Bar Barbie Land beach. Ooh, it's Normandy. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like so hard to follow. Normandy beaches. And uh, at the end, they reach a truce. Barbies regain control of the establishment. And Ken and Barbie come to a truce and, you know, reconcile their differences. And the Kens accept their rightful position as second-class citizens in uh, society. It's, it's very, very indicative of the lens of a feminist writer. It's very, very indicative oh. of the lens of what Hollywood <laughs> And it like. ends here. Stereotypical Barbie, now taking the name of Barbara Roberts, goes with her, the characters Sasha and Gloria and her husband to a gynecologist for her first appointment. Yeah. What? They're, they're taking who, they might as well have taken her to her first abortion appointment at a Planned Parenthood at the end. All right, that one's kind of funny. I'm not going to lie. I, this is just <laughs> like, this sounds nightmarish and everything we didn't want the movie to be as we were looking at all the marketing for it and we had our hopes up. It's, we, we had the rug pulled out from under us. I mean, I was more weary because I gave more credence to the review, to the, to the actor's comments than you thought they were just kind of uh, spouting nonsense. And I just, I don't buy that. Just because they're not good at articulating what they mean doesn't mean that it's not indicative of the story, right? Well, like, I mean, we never pay as much attention to the comments that actors make about their work as yeah. the work itself, right? Like, we judge things on the content. Which we're going to do still. We're going to review this movie. The first trailer still had... We were willing to give it the benefit of the doubt, still is am. my point. It's, I, I mean, I think it's going to be horrible. And, and feminism in movies is a particular trigger for me. 
uh, a la Phoebe Waller-Bridge in Indiana Jones. I, I, just, I always yeah. find it very ham-fisted and very poorly uh, intertwined into the story, especially when there were so many good examples in the 90s of feminism done extremely well in movies and television like Alias or Buffy the Vampire Slayer. So when I look at Hollywood and I watch them regress to worse storytelling, worse acting, and worse production... It's sad because you're like, look, you could be making great inroads and strides with whatever, you know, garbage feminism you want to push there. If you showed a little bit of restraint and didn't out yourselves as angry cat women or weird male feminists who are just trying to get women alone in a hotel room. Uh, It's it's (laughs) annoying. It's over the top. It's stupid. It's ham fisted. And it's not anything other than what I would expect from a Barbie movie being made by a big Hollywood studio in the year 2023. I, I just didn't... I I think if this movie had come out in 2006, if this movie had come out That's in what 2005 I was hoping, like, or 2006, I you could have possibly be... gotten a, uh, a Diablo Cody-esque style film that has some real social commentary mixed with some actual heart and love for the characters, but that's not going to happen. That's in why Diablo Cody couldn't yep. manage to write this film she said like they wanted a feminist twist on barbie and that's not what barbie is so i had to walk away from the project Mm -hmm. and they just found someone who would be willing to sell out for that reason um also an actual line from the film from gloria's daughter speaking to barbie in the real world is uh you represent everything wrong with our culture. You destroyed the planet with your glorification of rampant consumerism, you fascist. This is what they think Gen Z would say to Barbie. Yeah, I hope they all lose their jobs. Well, that's a lot of people feel that way towards yeah. them, right? Like they, yeah. they've lost the sympathy of the public. They've lost the sympathy of the people that they feel like they're in line with. Like you and the miners are not the, are not the same. You and the, you and the coal miners have next to nothing in common. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a bit depressing to see because, like I said, the art form in Hollywood used to be something to, that was sought after and used to be something that I used to have a lot of love for. I'm still waiting to see... Um, Justified Primeval, which came out yesterday, before I make my complete blanket statement on all of Hollywood. I'm hoping that that show at least comes out a little bit better than what I would expect for something like that, where they take a show that takes place in the South and move it to Detroit. But it's indicative of Hollywood in general, right? Like, it's you don't expect the writing to get better. You only expect the writing to get worse. It's um, just the Mattel yeah. Corporation self-flagellating for all of their supposed wrongs against women and stereotyping them, but at the same time begging you to buy their products. I also think that this is going to be a one, like this, oh, oh, yeah, $20 one right there from John Rapasso. He said, it's sad because my girlfriend is going to see this with her friends Friday, and I was hoping it would be fun for them. Now I know it won't. It's sad. Women deserved a funny Barbie movie. Looks like Life Size will have to do. Yep. Um, and in a lot of ways you do like, like this is the same thing. I got my crappy GI Joe movies that weren't good, but they, they, mm-hmm. they weren't as bad as what I imagined this movie will turn out to be. I still have Adrian Padalecki in, in the, in the GI Joe movie and the rise of Cobra and Bruce Willis and rise of Cobra and the rock and in all those movies, they're not good, but they're certainly not. But then again, we also got ruined when we got that stupid snake eyes movie. That was really, really bad. So nobody gets to have anything nice. Nobody gets to have anything that they like because everything has to be joyless. 
when they're giving these reviews, right, or these when they're giving these discussions and they're talking about the movie, they're talking about the message of the movie. They underestimate just how little people care about any type of intellectual ideal behind your stupid movie about your stupid character. If they you don't really want think that. about it, though, the message of this movie. So, if I'm understanding what you read as the review, she realizes she's in a utopia, a matriarchal utopia, and then she finds the person responsible for this, starts feeling like things are going wrong, then Ken goes and does his thing, and they all back, they pretty much end up back in the same situation where they started in, which indicates the cycle would just repeat and it's not working because it's a utopia. It's kind of weird to me. Yeah. Like they they kind of prove the point They have a in the President movie. Barbie who was voted into office by a unanimous vote. It's literally a totalitarian, right. patriarchal People, society. But they want that. It's, where it, no one knows the truth of who they are. It's them, exactly. telling, it's them telling on themselves. They want to, <laughs> they believe that the best way, it's, it's Robert Downey Jr. saying that the world would be better if we lived in a matriarchy. But it's not, though. That's the funny thing to me. It's like they prove that it's not. Yeah. And that's the whole problem with the story. Yep, I don't and, it's, know. and it's stupid and it's going to be bad because there's no joy left in Hollywood. There's no fun left. Everything has to be some type of agenda-laden garbage that you're forced to watch when all you really want to do is what... Like, look, it's one thing if you make this movie an independent film and somebody does this on a shoestring budget. I wouldn't like it. It probably wouldn't be for me. Again, somebody did point out, they said, I'm going to wait for Brett's uh, overly forgiving reviews of movies. So maybe I'll watch this <laughs> and I'll be like, you know what? It wasn't so bad. I have a strong feeling that that's not going to be what's going to happen here but if it's good it's good uh, from everything I've seen I don't think that's what it's going to be and you could make the argument that we've already been biased against it but they buy they did this to themselves no I don't I the think I was biased in its favor because I wanted it to be good so badly and like I, I wanted it to be everything opposite of what these side actors were saying it was which was like this feminist lecture yeah. and they're doing everything they can to alienate the yeah. favor that they won. And it's one thing when this is done by an, indep an independent filmmaker who makes it on a shoestring budget because they have a story about a character with a deep message that they strongly believe in, right? It's a whole... Even if their message is stupid. Even if their message is stupid, It's at exactly. least not cynical. It's... And coming from a mega corporation that's trying to sell you their products. Yes, it's very different when you take that same message and you stuff it inside the budget of a $100 million film made by a corporation on the New York Stock Exchange. It's not the same thing, and it's not something that anyone going to the movies should feel as if like you're being pandered to by people that are making billions of dollars it's it rings hollow it's yeah. always going to ring hollow and i think that's why so much of the the sag strike has rung has felt hollow to me right it's it's actors and to be fair there are plenty of poor actors as well but it's a bunch of rich actors talking about the importance of the storytelling and the importance of their craft and i'm not i'm having a hard time buying it nobody would weep for two, for two, if, if for some reason, if we were part of a union here, Tim Cast Union, and we went on strike, nobody would give a crap and nobody would shed tears for you, nor should they, right? Like it's like yeah, like you could say like yeah, you're you're pro providing value in the sense that you're allowing people uh, a way of entertaining them for a couple of hours every day, but it's not solving the world's ills, nor are you in any way, shape, or form making the world a a better place. You're just entertaining people. And that's okay. Stop pretending like you're doing more than that.
So, yeah. but speaking of uh, of a little bit of political activism, it wasn't just Barbie that was interesting in this story. Did you know? I, I couldn't believe it when this I saw this the so other day. Weird. It's so like this is not the crossover I expected in the timeline we're living. But Matt Gates was at the Barbie premiere Did, along with his wife Ginger. Really? Yes. Good. Why uh, were they invited? Good. I cannot tell you. I don't know why. Good. Stay in their this cultural so space. Funny. Don't cede any ground. I did like seeing Matt Gates wear the the kind of pink like dusty pink the suit that was nice yeah they look good she's she's pretty she's pretty she's yeah. a, she look, she's dressed so nice she gave her thoughts on the film after they went to the premiere this is so weird she i know said, so weird. thinking about watching the barbie movie i'd recommend sticking to getting outfit inspiration and skipping the theater here's why the Barbie I grew up with was a representation of limitless possibilities, embracing diverse careers and feminine empowerment. The 2023 Barbie movie, unfortunately, neglects to address any notion of faith or family and tries to normalize the idea that men and women can't collaborate positively. Yeah. That sounds accurate to what we've read about the film, but also like, did you really expect a, a Barbie movie in 2023 to be about faith and family? Well, I don't think that every movie has to promote faith and family to be good. It just needs to not openly denigrate those things. Uh, she said the pros are Margot Robbie's performance, stunning costume design and amazing soundtrack. And that's also what uh, Christian Toto said. He said the set design was amazing and it's wasted on the story. The cons were unfortunate portrayal of big dreams causing anxiety instead of inspiration, disappointingly low tea from Ken, unfair treatment of pregnant Barbie. I didn't know that there was a pregnant Barbie. Well, it's also pregnant, rude that they call uh, yeah. the, they call original Barbie <laughs> stereotypical. She said, I really wanted to enjoy it, but ended up feeling let down. And then she tagged American Girl, the other doll brand, said, please don't take notes on this one. Um, and American Girl, I think, has made a lot of live action movies that I watched in the past, but in 2023 that's not going to come back yeah. and she also said that ken uh, played by ryan gosling has major beta energy in this one well, so we're waiting for the sequel where gi joe comes to save this episode is brought to you by shopify whether you're selling a little or a lot shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching from the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage no matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Barbie from her beta male feminist boyfriend. You've already got The Rock. The Rock can come in and he can save the day. Yeah, they yeah. They it's can, just incredibly that. weird that they were invited to the premiere. Like, there were no other politicians there, to my knowledge. It's really weird. Like, uh, there's a $20 super chat there from Olivia Claire. She said, uh, sending a super chat to get a crisis party. Happy Wednesday, everyone. Thank you. Thank you, Thank you Olivia. Thank you, Olivia. Uh, yeah, it's, it's really, really super weird. Like, I, I didn't see any other politicians. Plus, it, wouldn't he feel really out of place at, a, at an event like that? And then, his, uh, his political affiliation. Well, they, they probably didn't treat him very well while he was well, there right like, that's what i'm saying right <laughs> they like, know is, who he is was he there and like they're like everyone that works in hollywood just giving him the side eye the whole time why invite him them. in the let first them. place yeah. and then Act someone unfazed. said glad to see matt gates enjoying the barbie premiere the movie where dr barbie is played by a trans actor wonder why we can't win culture wars republicans love being included with the rich and famous too much 
And then Matt Gates responded to this tweet and said, if you let the trans stop you from seeing Margot Robbie, the terrorists win. He spelled Margot wrong, but we'll let yeah. it slide. Yeah, we'll um, let it slide this time. Uh, I wonder what his wife thinks about that. That's so many like people kept like clowning on his suit, saying it didn't fit him. I'm like, I don't know anything. I don't have any. That fits just fine. I, I don't have any tailored suits. I guess are they saying the, the cuffs are too long? Uh, the, the cuffs can never be too. The long. the cuffs are too long. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, the, I actually don't know what I'm talking it, about. It's just uh, it's just weird to see him there. It would be like seeing Jordan Peterson show up at like uh like an Ice Spice concert. Would <laughs> yeah. it not? Like yeah. uh, uh, Jordan Peterson shows up at like to see Ice Spice and him commenting on Andrew Tate is weird enough for me. <laughs> just worlds that shouldn't collide. In Wait, my did mind. he say pimpy in this thing? He calls he goes, him pimpy. A, he goes, he's, he's like, I'm not sure how I feel about the 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 TikTok and the OnlyFans. It's a little bit pimpy, and I was just like, I have now officially heard just about everything, uh, <laughs> and it was amazing, right? So uh, I, I would like to see like what if Matt Gates is really just like maybe he's just got like a, a rich uncle who like who's big with the studio executives. So he actually gets to go to all the premieres or something like that. Or is she famous? Maybe. I don't know who she is. Like, is, is she she's, just I know she's a singer. Yes. But yes. Oh, OK. Then that's probably why she probably got invited and he's the plus one. So he's just Ken. She, she's a singer, but she's not like a star. Like, she's I good, just though. know that she sings. What's her name? Ginger Gates. Ginger, okay, so she's uh, she's got a, rec a recording contract, something like that. I don't like think that. so. I don't think so. They, I think they mainly invited him because of his name recognition. That is crazy to me, and it's just really funny odd. seeing um, like basically everybody in the comments are just clowning on him, and I, frankly, they're being a little bit rude if you ask me. But it is weird to see any type of uh, of right leaning politician at, of all the movies, right? Yeah, this isn't like they look like they fit in though. If you didn't know who they yeah. were, yeah, no, they they not they, like they, Sound of Freedom or yeah, like like anything? they didn't show up for that. Like, I think it's I important guess, for them to go to the Barbie thing. Yep. to be just to not seat any ground. Wait, That's right. Wait. You guys think? Okay. Explain. Hold on a second. That's you, Carter. How are you doing that without moving your lips? Yes, it's amazing. Explain that. Explain. You guys what you mean think by it's a good thing for the culture that Matt Gates is at the Barbie for? Me. Yeah. Yeah. Because ten years ago it would have been fine, mm -hmm. but if we let things get progressively worse, no pun intended. So, uh, so you're right. I mean, it would have been weird ten years ago if any well, politician. I guess no, like, Obama was very much included and promoted. Oh, politics. they yeah. loved. They, I mean, they loved. But I, that's an exception yeah. to the rule. Like, if you saw John McCain at a Barbie premiere, you would be weirded out. We should want unity across the board. I think. <laughs> so I think. And them not going in a weekend this... at Bernie's type of way. I mean, when he was alive. Yeah. Like that's weird, no matter how you put it. <laughs> But you guys think it's seeding ground if he were to not go? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you're, 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 he's basically saying like, look, you're. Then you're saying like, these are your spaces. This yeah, is my right. space. We should learn to co-op. You know, to live in yeah. the same space he, together. Right. It's like saying, here's your Hollywood culture. You're gonna have your movies, and I don't want anything to do with it. To don't me, do that. It's, no. It's sort of like Julia Fox getting invited to the White House correspondence dinner. It's like these worlds shouldn't collide because it seems to contradict like any respect we have for our government as I mean, like I see any, res any respect that we have for our, our institutions to try to blend that with Hollywood and entertainment. It seems to cheapen the whole thing because as we know, like politicians are it, like politics is show business for ugly people. Show business is politics for pretty people. 
But they're like downstream from each other, though. Uh, and there was a time, it, there was a time not that long ago where, where you would allow, you would be allowed to all exist in the same sphere because you didn't really delve outside of your realm, right? It's really funny. Like when I started watching Walker, Texas Ranger, I didn't realize that, that Chuck Norris was like a mega neocon. Like, it's just really funny. Cause I like, I, I'm like looking back at the good old days where he's just like, he's like, I like the John McCain. I'm like, Oh, that's that. I, that that's not something I would ever admit openly if I if I felt that way. Yeah. But holy crap, right? Like you you look back at the way Hollywood was back then, and nobody gave a crap if if Chuck Norris liked John McCain yeah. and Sarah Palin. Mm -hmm. He was just uh he was just a right wing dude who happened to also be in Hollywood, and it was understood that he was the he was the minority there, that he wasn't going to be the majority of those character uh, of that type of person in, in that industry. But it wasn't look like on like he was the devil or the, a demon. Mm -hmm. But it seems like since populism has become more uh, of a thing here in America, since the rise of populism, we now have this us versus them mentality, which refuses to allow people to cohabitate. But they forget that George Bush goes to all the the big events with the Clintons and, and that Trump the, himself and the Obamas. was and a media was a, personality. Right. Before exactly. Being the president. Mm -hmm. What's the worst that happens with Matt Gaetz showing up? They they call him names. Oh well, your movie still sucks. Yep. Yeah. Uh, well, and also, and like like I said, like he went and they gave their review of the movie. So it's not like he just showed up there and he's being duplicitous. He gave right. they gave an honest review. Yeah. They said it wasn't good, right? I just wonder if like maybe 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 what it was was maybe she's like I really like she looks she looks pretty. She looks like she likes to dress up in nice clothes. Maybe she really wanted to go to the premiere and he had to reach out to his contacts and media. Well, she to is get from LA, tickets. I think. Uh, so he got them the tickets there as a That's favor more to his likely. wife. Yeah. She's like, honey, I really want to go see Barbie. And he's like, damn it, sweetheart, uh, I, I'll do it for you. And so she's like, and will you wear the pink suit? He's like, fine. I'll wear the pink suit. If anything, that's kind of a he an adorable okay story. That's that's a pretty adorable story. And I do like the idea that you can then go back. I saw a comment earlier in the chat, and I'm afraid I, I, I didn't catch your name, uh, bro, but uh, I wanted to point this out. So he says, make them recognize your humanity. It's a lot easier for people to look at you as a human being when they're not seeing you as an avatar on screen. When they're not just looking at you through the lens of whatever horrible article was written about you right. by some journalist in the New York Times. Make them recognize that you are a fully formed human being, not just a set of ideas that they disagree with. I just question the amount that show business should mix together with politics when like the Ted Lasso pre press conference at the White yeah. House happened, and then they invited Mindy Kaling to get a medal from the president for her show about, um, oh my goodness, what was that called, Velma? Yep. Like, it seems like they're gonna do it anyway, though, so why not, yeah, so why not do it they back? Will, they're right. never gonna stop that because they understand there's too much social power to be gained. We're just losing an that. opportunity if we yeah. don't. Yep. Yep. I guess so. When I say yeah. we, I mean, as if I was Matt Gates and his wife and one person. I out. mean, Trump did invite Kim to the White House. Yeah, like, and Kanye. And Kanye and came Kanye. to the White House and other such. Uh, Ice Cube met with Trump to talk about the, the platinum plan and all Ooh. that stuff. Uh, there was a lot These of... These convergences mean, are just kind of inevitable. Yeah. yeah. And, and those things are always going to happen. And I do think that a lot of it is like, just like the actors, when they try to um, elevate their work to this amazing level by giving these loud speeches about what it means... 
they like politics because it makes them feel as if they're doing something more important with their lives when they just need to, I don't think they need to do that. Sometimes you're just an entertainer and that's fine. You don't need to be more, especially if you're successful, right? Like you've already found success. You've achieved what you wanted to achieve in your industry. Why is that not enough? Uh, for you mentally? Why is it that you have to also be some Sometimes type of it's not social figure? enough for politicians to just be politicians, though. Like, I'm surprised yeah. they didn't invite AOC to the Barbie premiere. Oh, that's... that's they probably weird. did. Genuinely, I am. Um, Maybe she just didn't go. They love having her at the Met Gala. Yeah. That's... Yeah, but she, did she not... Oh, no, she didn't have to pay for those tickets, did she? She ended up... Did they get comp those, or was that covered by was her a, constituency? There was a controversy about her um, paying for the dress that she wore, the tax the rich gown. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, yeah. Like it is weird seeing all, but it was like that was like my first, my first real inkling that something was wrong. Was like I just remember like this is back in the day. Like yeah. I was at, I was like visiting my dad, and I saw Obama on Letterman or on Leno or something, and I'm like. Wasn't he just on the other guy the other night? Doesn't this guy have work? Right. Like, doesn't this guy have stuff to do? He took the least vacation days of any president. That's crazy. Like that, that means that he used his time very well, I guess. <laughs> that, that, that he, yeah. Thanks, Obama. <laughs> <laughs> All Let's right. Let's go to Super Chats, chats then. Andrew Jacobs said, hi, Mary, Bert, and Turtle from Entourage. Uh, yes, he said that, I, I, buddy, I, I, I see what you're saying because somebody else has said that to me. I think you're uh, I think you're being a bit too kind. I think that guy's uh, a bit too handsome for me. So. <laughs> Anderson said, is there a way to find out how much money I've spent in Super Chats for this show? Actually, no, but I actually saw the other day. I just wanted to point this out to, to everyone. Like, this show has received, it was like over 13,000 uh, Super Chats. Wow. Uh, so I just wanted to say thank you to everyone on that because in, in most ways, you guys keep the show going because it wouldn't be possible without you guys doing that. Because we have, uh, because of the way that the crisis meter down there is set up, uh, I, I have to log all the super chats at the end of the day into an Excel sheet so I can actually see how many we've had. It's got to yeah. be a better way to do that. Uh, well, it's got to do with how it's mirrored on OBS. Mm. Yes. So it's yeah. crazy. But thank you guys. Um, Andrew Jacobs said, and hi, Carter, too. I was going to say, man, you didn't say hi to me. I don't think Carter you were sitting down. You weren't sitting down when oh. he sent that super chat initially. Up, dude? Send one more, uh, read one more, and then we'll move on. Tacti Platy said, Bert, 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 down with big avocado. Down with sparkling water. Uh, what? What? He, he I, I said what I said. I apologize yeah. for nothing. Uh, he doesn't like sparkling well, water. That's unacceptable. Have you ever had one? I've had. How do you think I know I hate them? They're horrible. I, <laughs> I tried one of the liquid deaths downstairs and it was sparkling water and I almost threw it away. I wouldn't recommend trying the liquid death sparkling water it's first. first. It's disgusting. Maybe. I uh, that's a question. I'm, I'm going to put this one to the chat. Is sparkling water good? I'm asking the community. Yes or no? I don't care what they say. It's objectively horrible. Uh, we're going to have to wait and see. We're going to have to wait and see what they say about it because uh, yes. you're, you're, given that your opinions about me shaving, your opinions are sus at best. So we're going to have to wait and let the chat figure out. I have the correct opinion. Uh, you know, at least he's well, wrong with conviction. Well, I guess we'll conviction. see. He's at least wrong with conviction. Let's, uh, let's hold off on the rest, Mary. We will come back after the fact. So it's still weird to me that we had to talk about Matt Gates being at the bar. <laughs> it's just weird. All right, guys. So country music television has pulled Jason Aldean's new video after it just exploded with controversy in the most... It is in many ways a non-troversy in just about every sense of the word. Yes. But it has been pulled because uh, people were calling it a pro-lynching song. Not even exaggerating. I'm not That's exaggerating. That's what they were saying. And 
That I didn't know, but what? he was filming his music video for this song in front of the Tennessee uh, courthouse. Um, and that's apparently where a lynching happened about 100 years yeah. ago. Yep. I highly doubt Jason Aldean was aware of that when they filmed it. And that has nothing to do with the rest I mean, of the video or the song. Tennessee is the country the capital of the world. So. Um, and they would have hated this song anyway because they hate country music and they hate country music fans. Despite the fact that this genre is incredibly popular, it's they the won't most deny it. Is that yeah. true? Mark, yeah, yeah. Makes Morgan the most Wallen had other... the most yeah. successful album of this year. And he's, he's been canceled. Over yeah. Taylor Swift. Yeah, Morgan Wallen is unbelievably, is unbelievably popular. Yep. It's, it's really funny, too, because he was on The Voice, and he, he, did like a, he did like a Howie Day song, and he was wearing like a cardigan and looked very, very... He looked like he'd just come Country from like a slam... Country music is a product, okay? Yeah, he mm-hmm. looked like he had just come from a slam poetry event. Like, he didn't look like a, a guy who would end up going into country, but like you said, country music is extremely popular in this country. And, and they're just mad because in a lot of ways it, it doesn't portray their values and they think that yes. everything should portray their values. So the music video, um, Chris, you, you said that you had seen it, right? It's so tame. It's nothing. It's can we curse? Am I allowed to curse? You're, yeah, go off. I don't know. I don't I don't I don't I don't want to get you guys in trouble. Go off if you want to go off. Go off, man. Fuck you guys. Seriously. <laughs> Fuck off. Have you not seen all the other songs that have come out that have done the exact same imagery over the last two years? Aaron Lewis's Am I the Only One? Exactly the same. Protest imagery, talking about guns, uh, progress by John Rich last year. Fuck you guys. Get over yourselves. If Pink can put out a Irrelevant, which is talking about whatever, abortion, then it's a murder song. Kiss my ass. Yeah. Get over it. Yeah. Keep going. Like, I mean, look at the the way that it was received when Demi Lovato put out that song about abortion. Like, yep. nobody... Fuck her, too. None of the conservatives... I mean, we talked about it, but conservatives weren't nearly as outraged as the leftists are about this song. Try that in a small town. They're saying that it's threatening and that it's... No, it's not. ...inciting violence against people who are anti-cop. Uh, let's read his statement here. So he, he said, in the past 24 hours... I have been accused of releasing a pro-lynching song, a song that has been out since May, and was subject to the comparison that, I direct quote, was not too pleased with the, ne- with the nationwide BLM protests. These references are not only meritless, but dangerous. There is not a single lyric in the song that references race or points to it, and there is a, isn't a single video clip that isn't real news footage. And while I can try and respect others to have their own interpretations of a song with music, this one goes too far. And then Cheryl Crow also responded to the song and said, at Jason Aldean, I'm from a small town. Even people in small towns are sick of violence. There's nothing small town or American about promoting violence. You should know that that better than anyone having survived a mass shooting. This is not American or small town like it's just lame. If you took from that song that it's promoting violence bro, instead of condemning it, bro, there you're is an no idiot. promotion of violence. It is literally dissuading violence. It is saying, "Do not fuck with me, or I will fuck with you back. <laughs> I will end you. Don't fuck with me. Don't tread on me." That's all it's saying. I'm yeah. sorry. Fuck these people. They're so fucking bad faith. And it's saying the truth, which is that you can get away with this stuff. In H- big have you cities. never listened to a country song before? This is literally all they talk about. Yeah. Small yeah. towns. Don't fuck with me. Yep. Have yeah. you seen Wait in the Truck? <laughs> Dude! Yeah. Come on. Yep. Sorry, I get passionate. I, I'm going to watch the video on Or Read Me My quick. Rights, which is literally about defending women from violence. Come on. Yep. Uh, they said, who let Bert cuss? I let Bert cuss. Thank we you. Gave him um, permission. Yep. That felt great. 
look, it's and, it, and this is the thing, right? They they shift the blame, they shift the narrative. They don't point out the fact that many many other genres of music have violent imagery, actual violent imagery, or we literally had the wire fraud song the other day that we I mean, look that at we drill rap, um, dude. Uh, rap and like as somebody who loves rap music, uh, I don't see rap music as something where I, I believe that it's a that it's a push to violence. It's telling a story. It's music, right? And we just had the bills that were passed in New York and California that say that you can't use a, a person's rap lyrics against them in a court of law. And I've never heard not one peep from anyone about the dangers of that. Because if you say that there's danger in rap music having violent imagery, you're called a conspiracy theorist or you're called racist. And that's not, I don't think that that's right either. I think your music is your music, your art is your art, and you're allowed to tell the stories or convey the image that you want to convey. And that as soon as you start putting caps on art, you're going down a very, very dark path. Sam Smith has simulated sex acts in his music. Okay, not even just Sam Smith, pop music in general. All these rap songs talk about violence, but you have one guy that's trying to say, literally, don't be violent with me. And that all of a sudden now you're promoting violence. You don't fucking care about what you actually say you care about. Well, no, they're using yeah. it for the ability to make political. Well, enemies. if he's promoting violence, he's using examples of the violence. That's that they yours. Promoted. That's you guys. Right. Yeah. Sorry. Um, Which is interesting. Just putting a mirror up to them. Right. They're like, God, oh, that's violence. But it's not violence, but it is. <sighs> yep. Uh, I put the lyrics up on screen in case people don't uh, <laughs> don't know what the lyrics to the song are. Look at are. the, uh, click on the annotations. These are the most country lyrics I've ever seen. Yeah, I'm watching it with because captions Because people have right been now. adding annotations to the lyrics, Kay. misinterpreting what he meant by them. Uh, so, okay, so, yeah, so go ahead. You want to read so this, this one says, sucker punch somebody on a sidewalk, carjack an old lady at a red light, pull a gun on the owner of a liquor store. And this annotation says, right off the bat, Jason starts with making inflammatory statements. All these crimes are commonly stereotyped as what urban African-Americans do. He's, He's got the videos. He's got the receipts, guys. It's not about that. No. Anybody could commit these right. crimes. It has the nothing to do with what analyzing you Analyzing like. so this just one, made it about race. The next one is, you think it's cool, we'll act a fool if you like. And this annotation says, this is a literary technique called a dog whistle, where Jason uses coded language to garner support, support without provoking opposition. Here, the use of African-American slang signals the urban-rural oh, divide and can be interpreted off. in a black versus white lens, allowing the listener to project their racial anxieties. Which is, of course, as we know, the writer tells on themselves by making it about that when there's no Exactly what the Next, previous writer did. Stomp on the flag and light it up. And this annotation says, the singer is equating protected free speech with various assaults and crimes, showing a clear lack of understanding and disregard for legal protection. He's not talking about whether it's legal or not. He's saying that they would find it morally repugnant to do so, whether you, you really, agree with it or not. You want to really piss him off? Yep. He was talking about the pride flag, about stomping on that and probably going to fire. And then the next lyric, see how far you make it down the road. Uh, okay, I, I played a podcast that was released by TMZ talking about this song. And they took this lyric to mean a direct reference to Ahmaud Arbery. Though, you think you're tough part? No, the see how far you make it down the road yeah. because he was running on a road. Oh, get the fuck over yourselves, guys. He, uh, that's what they interpreted it as. 
This is critical They're race theory at its finest. Theorists. You start with the Wait, something the, was racist here. What is it? Mm -hmm. The um the an annotation here says uh, Aldine employs irony in his lyrics as he believes he and his small town boys could stop delinquency despite not doing so in 2017. Yeah, dude. The the mass shooting that happened in Las Vegas was totally comparable to street delinquency, mm -hmm. and it totally wasn't a sketchy like fed. We still don't know what happened with uh, that. Like, mysterious yep. crime that was probably aided by the government. Round, like, he says, round here we take care of our own. Another usage of irony is Aldine was born in a city of 150,000 people and currently resides in also, Nashville, a city of over 500,000 literally people. one of the victims of a mass shooting, yep. Yep. and yet they are weaponizing that against him and telling him you should have stopped it. That's what they're saying. Which is exactly the message of the song. Yep. Right. I, I truly hate these people sometimes, <laughs> you know? It's, uh, it, it's hilarious because it's, it's I, I always wonder where they, what it is that they decide, out of all the songs, where right? Where do you get the like, balls, you well, know? No, no, not that. I'm saying like, well, what made this one the one that became such a, such a hotbed? There's wow. a thousand songs that could be interpreted. So this one says, full of good old boys raised up right. If you're looking for a fight, try that in a small town. This one says, here, Jason Aldean may refer to the Good Old Boys Roundup, a whites-only law enforcement event held annu annually in southern Tennessee, not far from the courthouse lynching site where the promotional video was shot. At the Good Old Boys Roundup, threats toward African Americans such as O.J. Simpson, MLK Jr. were prominent, as well as references to crime in predominantly black urban areas. Ah, from Boys in the Hood. Abolish universities. Yeah, get rid of the get rid of the humanities. Yeah. Uh, doctors, lawyers, that's it. <laughs> I'm a humanities graduate, so I know that they are dog shit. Yeah. And then for see how far you make it down the road, this annotation says this is a direct reference to lynching and vigilantism. The singer is threatening violence against a straw man. Do they do this for the song WAP? Or any Tupac no. song, which I love. Like I would love to yeah. look at what that is. The idea there, then that's uh, then that's fine because. Well, the difference in their minds is rap music belongs to black people, yep. country music belongs to white people, and they universally demonize white people. Yep. That's that's how they think. Absolutely. And they also called succinct. him a fascist in the last one. A fascist. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's absolutely ridiculous. I, I just can't believe, like, I, I do wonder. I say, why this song? Like, out of all, like, did they just wake up one day and this decided to be the song that they had a problem with? Or were there other songs? Well, they're doing him a favor because they're helping his song get more listens and streams because people are... I never would have listened they're, to they're, it. Because some liberal arts major with blue hair decided one day they were going to listen to a country song and went, <gasps> Meanwhile, that's literally all country songs are. I'm sorry, you are not cultured. And weirdly, the country music uh, establishment, I guess I would call it, is trying to sanitize what country music has always stood for um, by promoting the, the leftists who are bringing drag queens on stage in their performances of country songs and, you know, celebrating women in country music because they've been held down, which is not true. Um, and you know they want yeah, to so not true dissociate from people like Morgan Wallen despite being one of the most successful country artists right now because he said the n-word when he was drunk one time give me a break yep. and he's clearly like risen from the ashes of being canceled for that yep. by far and it makes them mad yeah I don't think the cancellation had any effect 
No. Uh, and this song is now number one on iTunes. Good. So he's laughing all the way to the bank on this, but he's Starting being demonized. On Amazon Music as well. Uh, I, I do recommend listening to the TMZ. The TMZ uh, appraisal of this song was one of the most infuriating. I don't know what it was about it. There was something about these two dudes sitting there over analyzing something that's in just taking every aspect of the song in the most uncharitable possible yeah. way uh, that was just absolutely infuriating to me personally. But they, and just think, they could do this for just about everything, right? Like any genre of music, art wouldn't be safe. This is what liberal arts does. Yeah. Yep. yep. Let's move to Super Chats then. Shane H. Wilder said, the only true crime I watch is Mr. Ballin and JCS Criminal Psychology who takes interrogation videos and analyzes them from a psychological perspective. Yeah, that guy's good. I've seen some of those. Some of the, the psychoanalysis of the interrogation videos is a little bit far-fetched. It's How like, so? here he's looking to the left, right, which yeah. means... <laughs> the body language stuff is like... The body right, language stuff that. is kind of a Down into the left means he's lying, or down into the left means he's lying, Pretty and much. up into the right means he's, he's recalling a memory or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, EF said, I'm going to hide in Mary's bushes and watch out killers like a normal, well-adjusted person. <laughs> okay. Okay. C2 Gaming said, Shiba Dog... I don't know what that means. Uh, no, it's a, it's a picture. You can see that oh, it's, oh, it's, smiling. it's smiling. Just do one more and then we'll move on. Shane H. Wilder said NPC streams. All I'm saying is principalities and powers, either that or all of them are having a stroke. Do they smell burnt toast? Um, a lot of it does kind of look like they're, they're stuck in reboot mode and they're just reacting to stimuli. I mean, that's literally what it is. It doesn't look like it would be easy to do that for no. hours on end, though. No, it looks actually like, like it would I be won't actually discredit really, that. Really, it, actually, it looks like it would be actually really physically taxing to have to sit there and just respond, 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 respond every single time. I just don't think that the money would be worth it. it what what was the point. check? What was the check for? It was like it was two thousand dollars a month. Like that doesn't or seem four thousand dollars a month. I guess, I mean, the you one lady... You can live off of that, maybe. The one lady, it makes sense because she was pushing them to her OnlyFans, where I'm sure she makes... That's what most of them are doing. Very good money, right? So it's just weird. It's just uh, weird. Tribeard said, any advice for someone looking to move to the U.S.? I'm Irish and finding companies to sponsor work visas is tough, even for software engineers. Wow. Gosh, uh, I have no idea. I, I was born here, so I, I didn't have to go through that process. Does anybody here know anything about this? Same as he's born here. It is I have nothing. weird how like so many uh, Irish people are immigrating out of their country. Wait, Seamus' like, family? Seamus. I got an now, idea. What like, you do is you just you cross the border and, and you're fine. Like they're, they're just, you're, you'll, you'll be fine. There's, there's a bunch of big holes in this big wall we've got running along the southern border. You just, you just slip through so one fly, of those. So you should fly to Mexico and then just slip and through then the just border. And then just walk. That's what people are doing. North. We made that joke. We went to Mexico like two years ago. My father-in-law and me were complaining because we had to do the COVID test. And this. We we're like, why don't we just walk across the border, dude? Like, I live here. Yeah. They're not going to stop me. Yeah. All right. Let's hold off on the rest. We'll come back after the fact. All right, guys. Let's talk about Disney for a little bit. They got a bunch of stuff coming out right now. There's news, apparently, that Bob Iger reportedly wants to sell Disney to Apple. And that all the people the other day were mad that Apple lost the phone 
thing. Uh, we, we did a poll the other day and said, like, who has the best phones, Apple or Android? And Android won, and all the people with Apple phones were like, what? blasphemy. Where did you? Uh... Uh, on the, on the, in the chat. Really? Yeah, well, we have very smart people in the chat who understood <laughs> the right answer to that. Interesting. Um, and, yeah, it says uh, Bob Iger was recently put back in charge as the CEO of Disney. According to new rumors, however, he could be preparing to sell Disney uh, due to their current financial situation. They're selling off Freeform. They're selling off ABC. They're selling off uh, FX. They're getting rid of a bunch of the cable stations. because They might called... shut down Disney Channel or if, if yes. that's already been done. Yeah. ABC is a huge loss for them. So they've already sold off like a third of the company, according to this Bloomberg report. And they're looking to, and there's a possible registered loss of $800 million uh, in the third quarter. From uh, Disney Plus. From Di so just remember, all the actors who are looking for more money from their Disney Plus residuals, uh, what is uh, Where is it going to come from? Where the Where's hell the money going to come from? Where will it come from? I have no I'm idea. I'm curious. Um, but yeah, like, can you imagine right now, like with uh, Disney? I mean, you you write a lot of articles for the website, and Disney gets written about a lot. Disney is a very controversial company these days, especially yeah. when it comes to the culture war. See, I think they might be onto something, because as far as I'm concerned, Apple is the most boring company there is. Like, look, they 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 have their Apple TV. Nobody watches it. Like, they, no. they release stuff. Nobody watches it. Trying to get into the entertainment sector and be. Yep an entertainment company as well as a tech company, then acquiring Disney would be the move for them. Yeah. Because nobody watches Apple TV Plus. Yeah. Except for Severance. That was a really good show. <laughs> that's that's the only thing people watch. I tried that one and it just wasn't There's like enough. a new there's like a I new Idris Elba TV show where he's like on a plane that's being hijacked. No way, I can't wait to not watch that. Is it like twenty four but it's called not. it's like six episodes it's called like hijack or something like that. Or, <laughs> I've been seeing a ton of ads for it and Idris Elba being the amazing okay. actor that he has makes it look kind of palatable. But it just seems like something that would have been made a movie a couple years ago, like that one with Liam Neeson on a plane that nobody like non-stop or whatever it was that nobody saw uh, and, it, and that's what it feels like right so it's like speed but on a I guess on a on a plane like which they've done several times and nobody really really watches Apple TV not really like no. not, not that I know America we are endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights life liberty and the pursuit of happiness Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. I mean, since Disney Plus is such a loss for Disney, as well as cable TV being like totally dead at this point what is the value there oh no there's still the ip is extremely valuable like the ip is valuable but like they're not using it to their advantage right now the uh the idea and the attendance would be... at the parks is down because they've been pushing out the middle class well i mean maybe then and it's not like let's face it apple's not going to make it more affordable apple works very hard to make their phones not affordable and their accessories not affordable yeah. so you're gonna have to go there and you're gonna have to get in your your apple theme park rides and your you are have to use your apple Maybe they'll give you like Apple We're wristbands. Use the, the Apple goggles. Vision goggles. To Are you watch an Android Disney guy? Plus yes. shows. I'm feeling a lot of aggression right now. Well, you know what? Uh, it's yeah, you gotta have less uh, less food with estrogen in it, and then you won't be so angry at me for for no reason. Um, 
Damn. Uh, Did you I'm airdrop kidding. me those articles, Brett? Uh, yes. Oh, you can't. Oh, no. Uh, I'll, have to, I'll have to do that. Uh, oh, wait, I can't because I don't need to because I don't need to talk to people on Avalon's. Also, by the way, I am very proud to be the person who makes all your speech bubbles green. Yeah, I Okay, you. so deal with it. Grow up. Be an adult. <laughs> Uh, quit being such a baby. There, okay, I'll, I'll say I'll say why I brought this up because the other day I got somebody actually relinked me to it yesterday. But the reason that that came up was because um, <laughs> there was a, a, a dating I don't know what it was like one of those dating podcasts and somebody was like some ladies like it's a red flag if a guy has an android <laughs> and and the and the guy's like why. And she's like, she's like, just a red flag. He goes like, you sound like a six year old. Because <laughs> uh, did you ever see that old video? Or it was like it was like an old meme. It's like I was like. A lady's like, I was on the bus and there was a really cute guy, but he had an iPhone 6. Oh, and God, that was yeah. like apparently a big red flag. And a dude's like, you're riding the bus. What, <laughs> what the hell are you talking about, lady? They're, they're talking about the materialism that Apple tends to, to elicit from people. I and do think carrying a phone without a phone case, and I'm not saying I do this. I have a phone case. Carrying a phone without a phone case is kind of a power move. Just, just like, I don't give a crap. Yeah. I see I people in movies that. with a phone with no case. I'm like, damn, that is just, that is bold. I, just, I, I literally just dropped my phone on, on the side the other day. I drop it every day. And it's, uh, but it's like Apple will, they'll make everything super expensive and Disney's mm. already not cheap to go to. But it's like, I, I like the idea that they can make it boring. That they could just make it like, you know, get rid of all the, the identity politics and just make it I mean, something nobody wants to watch. let's not lie. Apple is obviously just a woke corporation that cares about keeping their ESG score They'll just increase they... the slave labor over there, wherever they're making their phones now, wherever they're, wherever they're mining for cobalt it's just or whatever. Like one soulless mega corporation and another soulless mega corporation joining in an unholy matrimony kind of the way I feel to become the Borg that will eventually become our world government. I'm not seeding ground. Yeah, it's uh, well. There was a, there was a great show called Continuum starring Rachel Nichols about they have a corporate Congress where basically the government goes completely broke and the corporations have to bail them out, and so the the corporations get infinite say over yeah. policy and everything like that. And it's it's set in a dystopian world of Seattle in 2012, which wasn't long <laughs> off from what Seattle looks like wow. now or like what Portland would look like now, right? <laughs> yeah. um, that show is great. Roger Cross was fantastic in that show. But like in a lot of ways, I could just see them end up making it kind of more exclusive and, and unpalatable to people so then it won't become a culture war issue because they'll be like, <laughs> Apple TV. I'm not getting Apple TV, even if it means watching, like even if means watching star wars i'm not doing that like uh you're not getting me with that one bob Iger. <laughs> would you subscribe to the streaming service that is hulu espn disney plus and apple tv all in one uh the only of those that i have is hulu i don't have any of those other of those other streaming platforms i don't have disney plus anymore i don't have uh espn is what is it? espn plus or is it, it was something else before um, what was the other one? Apple TV. And I don't have Apple they TV. They have nothing to offer. I tried their four-month free thing with my new phone, and like I couldn't find anything they to watch except for that Gutsy one show. They have with Hillary Clinton and Chelsea Clinton. See, uh, that? that's and actually, Megan no. The it would be worse too, because yeah, Apple has been known to produce a lot of. The, they they made yes. Newsroom or whatever, or uh, what is it called, the Morning Show? Yeah, Jennifer Aniston. Jennifer Aniston. So never mind. It would be even more insufferable than it already <laughs> is. Uh, they like, don't need Apple to do it. Apple is woke. Let's not lie about that. I'm just I'm just trying to get them to I I don't like, I, think I don't think surface Disney, level woke. Well, they're all I mean, they all down. Are. They all are, but they they're they're woke in a more boring. If they were truly woke, they wouldn't be way. in business anymore. You know. 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, everyone says uh, stop giving money to people who hate you. That is a very, very common thing to hear. But here we talk about these things, so it ends up being like we had to. Get, we have to go see Barbie. We have to review it. So therefore, we've given them money. And then if you take our review and and if it's awful and we say it's awful and you don't go see it because people that you trust say that it's awful, then you've stru then you've helped strike back at these horrible companies for making garbage material and garbage media. But I don't see anything changing from that. Do you, do you see it like being sold? Is there any other corporation? Mary asked earlier, she goes, who else could buy Disney? And you said like maybe giant Chinese firms, which yeah. are essentially allegiant to the CCP. Yeah, it would be essentially like China buying. I mean, it's already kind of that way, right? Yeah. Like in, in a lot of ways. They would just cleanse all of the gayness out of Disney+. Plus. <laughs> and Mary's like, maybe that's not such a bad idea. No, <laughs> I, I wouldn't. I'd be totally yeah. opposed to that. <laughs> so, like, it would be them, or maybe, like, there used to be these rumors that the WWE was going to be sold to Saudi Arabia. Like, uh, uh -huh. they ended up getting sold to Endeavor, which owns UFC. So maybe, actually, actually, that's interesting. I could see maybe Endeavor one day, because UFC is bulletproof in a lot of ways, right? They make tons of money. Yeah. Uh, I could see possibly Endeavor maybe going in with another corporation to buy off the assets of Disney if they decided to get rid of it, right? Sure. So like Endeavor goes and buys um, Pixar and buys Marvel or buys these brands and lets them exist separately because they're already separate studios, right? So maybe Ari Emanuel, who runs Endeavor, buys Marvel and says, okay, Feige, like- or Sony could buy Marvel. Well, I, I, yeah, I mean, Sony's still pretty successful as well too, but um, that'd be funny too, because then because yeah. Marvel's been working all this time to get Spider-Man back from Sony, and then Sony just buys Marvel. He's gonna Marvel. take everything. But I can see Ari Emanuel being like, look, I want Marvel, I want Pixar, you can keep Star Wars because you've already ruined that beyond repair. You can let somebody else try to buy, try because I mean, there's in no my way. mind, they've already ruined Marvel beyond repair. But they, but like the idea is like you buy, you you would maybe Star Wars is more palatable if Carrie Fisher isn't dead, and you can actually put the original three back on screen together. But since you can't do that, you you cut off the limb to to save the body, and you just buy Pixar, you buy Disney Animation, and you buy and you roll them into one into just Pixar because the Disney brand is poison now. And then you buy Marvel and you just take those assets and you let you say, okay, I don't know who's in charge at Pixar right now, but hopefully they're better than Kathleen Kennedy. But you let whoever's in charge of Pixar make the movies they want to make and you say, make them like these successfully. Make it like Toy Story 2. Not like Elemental, not like, uh, though I guess people liked Elemental, right? That ended up making some money. They say, make it like Toy Story 2, and you you can make Marvel movies, but make them like phases one through three, not like phases four and five. <laughs> and then Feige gets to keep a job, and we get, we get Marvel and these brands from the clutches of Bob Iger. I'd be okay with that. And I, I, it feels like Ari Emanuel wants to make money, because when they bought WWE, they, they essentially left Vince McMahon... Uh, in a in a place of power there, even though he had sold them the company, mm -hmm. so I could see him doing that. That would be cool to see. I don't know. Uh, is there a, is there anything you would like to see done if they ended up selling the brand? Like if you could save the brands in one shape way, in one way, shape, or form, how do you think they would be able to do that? And it's not just like purging wokeness; they have to start from scratch. I'm very much of the opinion of uh, Eric D. July. You can't can't save it. You can't save it. Yeah. Make make new. I'm I'm being very hypothetical here. Like yeah. I, it's they're too big, they're too powerful, uh, they're too infested with yeah. their ideals. The only way that you could save them was would be to have people that grew up loving the IP make the new product. Yeah. That's it. 
Yep, and it's very hard to do that because they don't want to release control, yeah. and the and the people in middle management won't want that to happen because they don't want to see people that see the world differently than them succeed or make anything that has any level of cultural significance. They want to control those because they feel like that's the way to get to other people's to get into the minds of the young people. Though I don't know what young people are watching Star Wars these days. I don't know if that's actually a thing. Everyone that I know that watches Star Wars is my age. Or the kids are a watching bit younger, a bit NPC older. streams and Skibbity Toilet, and uh, and they're waiting for PewDiePie to come yeah. back, <laughs> and, and, they're, and they're waiting for PewDiePie to come back. So Could be worse. in the chat, somebody says Hail the Ripperverse. That's that's very very true. Um, yeah, I saw that. Uh, there was oh, there was an article that I thought was actually really interesting. I forgot to mention this earlier. Uh, there was an article written by Screen Rant that's shockingly honest about problems at Disney. Um, in which they say, uh, they, it says five major problems uh, that Disney just admitted to. And whereas they would usually run cover, they admit it. They say many recent Disney releases have underperformed. Disney's zeal for more content hurts. I'm of two minds on that. I think releasing a lot of content isn't bad if the content you're making is actually good, but they're not making good content, so it doesn't really matter. Well, they like, think spending more equals quality. Yes, and that's that's not true in any way, shape, or form. Disney Plus's releases of Pixar films has backfired massively. Uh, I mean, judging by the release of <laughs> Lightyear, uh, it's not like their theater releases did any better. Right, no. with Pixar films. Marvel's TV expansion hurt the MCU's quality. That is absolutely true. Too many things, too quickly. And I think Daredevil Born Again is going to be further proof that that's not the way to go when you don't allow a show to exist in the way that it's supposed to exist, rather in the way that you want it to exist. And then Disney Plus, uh, and then Disney Star Wars slowdown shows Lucasfilm's mistakes. So if they were to do that, they would have a whole crap ton of stuff that they would need to solve and they'd have to fix it up real real quickly and i don't know if they are actually capable of doing i that. like the analogy so. that he's doing a disney yard sale that's uh i mean <laughs> who, who wouldn't want to do that right that's a good one. okay uh, let's go super chats disco jensen said yikes hard pass on barbie writers have no ground to stand on if this is their hard work yep yeah don't care about their plight james orenthal when said what's the brett brett's thumbs down for snake eyes oh yeah uh snake the, the movie was horrible uh, uh, Snake Eyes, the movie was uh, was not good, and you shouldn't go see it. Brett the, not recommends. Yes, it's a it's a Brett not recommends. Disco Jensen said, "Vote with your money." Sound of Freedom is just one example of what is now considered counterculture succeeding. Yep, and I want to see more of it. I would like to see, as we said before, I would like to see Sound of Freedom stay in the top five this weekend. So what? We're gonna see Barbie and Oppenheimer. You figure they're saying uh, Barbie will make a hundred million dollars. I, I'm assuming that that's going to be the majority of the money it makes once people realize it's feminist garbage, but maybe I'm wrong and my faith in society is misplaced. Once again, if the first 30 minutes are good, then we should have a, a system where if there are people who walk out of the movie early, yeah. you don't make the same amount of money as just buying tickets. Yeah. Like, yep. that's how it works with streaming, right? People who don't finish the show are factored into whether that show gets to continue. Yeah, because it comes to total minutes watched or time watched like that, right? So uh, what? So Barbie first, Oppenheimer second. Uh, what was the other big one that came out there? Not Insidious, but Insidious, The Red Door, uh, and then Sound of Freedom. Mission and I, Impossible. And, oh, I'm sorry, so Mission Impossible right third. Now and then Sound of Freedom fourth. And yeah. I do want to see it break $100 million. I initially thought that it wouldn't. Now I think that's all but assured, especially if the people who are really supporting this film come out this weekend. I would love to see that movie make $100 million. It'd be yeah. fantastic. 
Carnell said, I wouldn't hold it against anyone if they were seeing the Barbie movie but pay for a ticket to a different film. It's doable even with select seating. We won't openly endorse it. I but can't endorse that uh, in any way, shape, or do form. Do what you will. Do what you will. Wyatt Caldenberg said, so the bimbo movie distorted the Chinese border and pissed off all nations near China for a movie about woke radical feminism, which the CCP will censor the hell out of if they allow it to show. Uh, no, because there's, there's no sexuality in the movie whatsoever, other than they're saying that uh, Christian Toto said that the male characters all are, are basically coded as gay. Yeah, the CCP doesn't really have a history of censoring feminist messaging. Let's, uh, let's hold off on the rest and we'll come back. Let's talk about Hornswoggle. If you don't know who Hornswoggle is, I was just mentioning WWE. Hornswoggle, his name's Dylan Postal. He's, uh, I think that's how you pronounce his, his last name. Uh, he's a wrestler from WWE. He is a dwarf. Uh, or is they, what, what did the person in the, in the article a say? A person with dwarfism. Excuse you, Brett. Yes, and he, he was openly very critical of, um, of the comments that Peter Dinklage made, which basically got all of the dwarves canceled from the Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. <laughs> I thought you were just gonna end the sentence there. No. It got all the dwarves canceled from the snow from the Snow White yeah. and the Seven Dwarves. Well, here's what film. Peter Dinklage said, yep. in case anyone forgot. He said, "You're uh, about the Snow White adaptation. You're progressive in one way, casting a non-white Snow White, but you're still making that effing backwards story of seven dwarves living in a cave. <laughs> what the f are you doing, man? Have I done nothing to advance the cause from my soapbox? I guess I'm not loud enough." They were so proud of that, and all love and respect to the actress and the people who thought they were doing the right thing, but I'm just like, what are you doing? And then uh, he said that he would be good with a cool progressive spin put on Snow White, and he would have been all in if it weren't for them using dwarves. And then Disney immediately caved is to the his idea demands. That, you know what it is? Maybe the idea is that he wanted to be the prince, so it would have been very, very oh, yeah. progressive if you don't make... Get it. There's no dwarves. Maybe they make seven like really good-looking no, dwarves, like, but they're full-size people. The idea that... I don't know exactly how to articulate this without sounding mean, but like the idea that people with dwarfism There's a $20 be, super chat there from Disco Jensen with no message. Thank you, my thank friend. You. The idea that they should be cast in movies in ways that totally ignore their stature is stupid. Like, uh, someone with dwarfism is not going to get cast as Jack Reacher. I'm sorry, that's not a milestone of progressivism that we're going to reach. They did, that, um... Tom Cruise is pretty That's short. insanity. That's that's Emperor's Clothes level insanity. Tom Cruise is, like, 5'6". It's, it's, like, Peter Dinklage is not going yeah. to be the star of a franchise like Mission Impossible. It's not a thing, okay? I wish that would happen. You can try. I'm just saying it hasn't <laughs> no, happened no, okay, so, so far. Um, and we're not just going to watch a movie and act like this person is of normal stature playing a normal role. Like, if it has to do with the action in a movie, that that's relevant when they're when they're casting so it's not discriminatory it's really i have to look up her but um th there was a show um there, there was a really bad remake of macgyver <laughs> um, i don't uh, remember that I, I loved it but everybody i understand why everybody hates it's not nearly as good as the original yeah. but it was very it was dumb action on network television it's not good but it did exist and it had um meredith eaton in it as like a department head of like a of a covert agency mm -hmm. and meredith eaton is a very talented actress with dwarfism and it's like they're portraying her as like this tough-nosed lady and it's just great because they actually in a lot of ways they don't work around her height like they they have scenes where he like where the where um george eads will just 
lean down to to talk to her, right? Or in a lot of ways, like with Tom Cruise, they block the shot differently. So it's like, why is Val Kilmer sitting in a time when he wouldn't normally sit? Why yeah. is, you know, like they, they frame it Forced a certain way to, to hide his height. But instead, they, they use the fact that she's small to their advantage in the show because it, it doesn't always work. But the idea is that um, she portrays somebody that's formidable, even though she's very much not a formidable looking person. Also, they did that with uh, Linda Hunt, who I believe is under five feet, uh, when she was on one of the NCIS at 4'9". She's 4'9", mm-hmm. so they, they call her like, uh, they make her out to be like she was a spy back in the day and stuff like that. So it can be done by Hollywood, and they've tried to be progressive before, but back then when they were doing it, it wasn't done constantly, and it wasn't shoved in your face. But that's, I digress. Yeah. We're, we're, we're talking so about Dylan Snow Dylan Postal White. went on Pierce Morgan Uncensored and debated a guy who thinks that it's a big progressive win that all of these potential roles for actors with dwarfism got replaced. Uh, so let's watch this clip, at least. We the, can't show the whole thing. The one where it says the magical creatures. The they, they started talking about, um, it's the one on Twitter. They started talking yep. about the fact that Hugh Grant actually got the role of an Oompa Loompa yep. in okay, the yeah, Willy here. Wonka movie. Here we go. What? You're the funny little man who's been followed. Now they use CGI there, Dylan, to effectively make him into oh, an Oompa Loompa dwarf. So now, what do you feel about that? Yes, sir. So now, now we're not only... Hold on. We will wait. We will wait. I'll take a third crisis party if anybody wants to give a third crisis party. For the Bert. Thank you. For it's me. Not, yes. My mom has been in the chat. Has so she? She has been in the chat off and on. So... I want a, four, I want a third crisis party for Bert's mom. I want a third crisis party Bert's for my mom. mom. Shout out my to my mom. mom. just arrived as well. And Did she yeah. really? No yeah, way. she was sending me pictures of my cat. That's so cool. Uh, I was like, hey, check this out. Awesome. Did you tell your mom you're going to be on? No. It's just... Till just now. I think my mom saw my Instagram story. I don't know. Okay. okay. All right. Let's uh, let's uh, let's listen to this clip here really quick. And hello, uh, Carter and Bert's mom. Mom's <laughs> up. Hello, ladies. Here we go. Extra money and, and funding for these movies when we could just cast dwarves in that role. Mm. Whether it be one dwarf or multiple, that like they have been in the past, now you're taking at least one role away mm. or multiple roles away for Oompa Loompa characters, that that's what they were in the past. And and why, again, I go back to my, my, my stance on these roles, roles in Hollywood in general, are very hard for people of my community to yeah. get besides the elf and the leprechaun and this and that. So why are they being taken from my community? Uh, I mean, the Leprechaun is a masterpiece, so everyone should go see the Leprechaun. <laughs> Are they remaking but, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory again? Yes. yes. Uh, Willy Wonka. No, they're doing a Willy Wonka origin story. Oh, okay. With um, Timothy Chalamet. With Timothy Chalamet. Uh, so, look, he's. You have to watch this whole video where this guy, he's insufferable, and he's basically saying, like, I agree with you, but I disagree with you at the same time. Well, no, what he's not he was saying is him. everything that. Uh, that Dylan Postal was saying he would agree with it because he's part of the so-called oppressed class, but if Pierce Morgan agreed with Dylan Postal on anything, he would say, oh, no, but I disagree with you because he's not oppressed. So everything he would say would discredit them both. It's uh, it's very, very weird because, like, like... 
of all the things to do, why would they? Well, like, I can understand maybe uh, I disagree with his, with his with uh, Dinklage's interpretation of the story. But if that's the idea, if the idea is to make the characters more involved, they could have done that. They could have made the characters more involved in the actual story, kept them, and made it an extremely progressive, uh, an extremely progressive story, rather than just getting rid of them entirely. Which not only erases them from the from job opportunities. He also points out in another clip. He goes, "It's not just, it's not just the actors. It's just it's seven, it's seven separate actors. It's their stunt doubles because they would have different actors doing stunts." Which usually for them. would probably mean that actors with dwarfism have to do their own stunts. Uh, I mean, or I, I don't know if they have. It's difficult to find stunt doubles for them. Yeah, so uh, somebody says Hornswoggle on IRL. That would be freaking awesome to have him to have him on IRL. And it, it just proves that at the end of the day, what they want is to erase everything that they disagree with, even if it's 90% in line with what they want, right? Yeah. This guy can't admit that Disney effed up because then you're admitting that the corporation that's worked the hardest to make your garbage content uh, made a mistake, and they're not willing to admit that. There's a $20 one there. Uh, from who? Poppin' Poppin' uh, Frogs. He said, don't do drugs, kids. You might become a differently heightened person. Don't people eventually shrink as they age anyways? True. I'm probably shorter. I'm already short, but I'm, like, shorter from all the years of skating. My spine is probably compressed downward. But, yeah, like... Uh, There's a shortage of roles for dwarf actors. There, but, but, uh, da, 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 but, yeah, so it's, it's just weird that these are debates that we have to have because they could have just made the movie... They could have made no commentary about it. Well, the it. issue with this is that the leftists will say, uh, we listen to the oppressed class on, on how they want to be treated and how they want to be regarded. And if one of them says something, then they all have to agree with it. But that doesn't take into account that sometimes people in that so-called oppressed class disagree with each other. Yeah. So they don't have a hive mind or some monolith or there, there's no, like president of dwarf actors who decides how they ought to be cast or how they ought to be treated yeah but peter dinklage wants to be that person and he's also pulling the ladder up from under him when he got the roles that he wanted yeah uh like elf yeah like yeah. an elf or i mean also like game of thrones or things where it's not relevant necessarily relevant entirely to his character right uh and in the idea i think the idea that the progressive person who gave that interview is talking about is like they should have roles where them being uh being a dwarf isn't relevant to the story which is all well and good but that doesn't mean you also throw the baby out with the bathwater and get rid of the stories that do include it yeah you would like... want more inclusion not less yeah that doesn't hold up when we bring up like race being considered in casting you wouldn't cast a white person as mlk well i mean netflix probably would if, if we wait long enough have you ever seen those it says like uh or no it's 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 it says netflix presents obama and it's ryan gosling it's just like <laughs> yeah, I saw sometimes that. most of the time how you look is the reason why you get cast in a certain role yeah like amy schumer and margot robbie <laughs> yeah. one of them looks like barbie and one of them doesn't uh what do you think about them being called bandits I mean, it's so weird. Well, they worked so in a mine, yeah. like an honest day's work. They didn't steal anything, did they? No, the, they, they, they were they like, bandits? look, even if the dwarves were villain characters in the story, that doesn't that's irrelevant. It doesn't make it bad to make it because that's what the guy that's what the guy's talking about. He goes, like, it's stereotypical, I'm like stereotypical of what? What yeah. the hell that are you talking think about? Dwarves are, are criminals. Like, that's not a thing, dude. That's not a thing. You're just 
quoting like he 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 gets pushed back on and and I will say I gotta it's, look up it's what not like is. Piers Morgan stayed neutral he definitely took like <laughs> Hornswoggle's side but it's like whenever they would Hornswoggle. talk back to this guy he would just spout buzzwords and he wouldn't actually push back on what they were saying because he doesn't know what he actually disagrees with it he just know that he's not supposed to agree with it right now because Piers Morgan doesn't uh, share the same characteristics as uh, as the actor, therefore, he can't have an opinion on this. And that's all part of the culture that says you have to stay in your own lane. You're only allowed to have an opinion on things that directly concern you. You're not allowed to have any yeah, type of Yeah, he kept bringing else. up the fact that he's gay, too. Yes, which has nothing like, to do with this it. This is like when gay actors say, you know, until we start getting roles as straight characters, then we are entitled to which have every bull. role of a gay character. Uh, tell straight that to people Neil Patrick. shouldn't be allowed to play gay people yeah. because gay people haven't been getting any roles as straight people. Neil Patrick Harris has entered the chat. You're, they're Dude, lying. Yeah. They're, they're lying. Uh, Kevin Spacey has entered Kevin the chat. Kevin Spacey has entered the chat. There's, a t there's endless examples of characters that have been straight characters played by gay actors, and that's fine. Nobody cares. It's acting. But in this case, it's actually an impossibility to do this. You should cast these actors to do it, and that gives a lot of people jobs and work. I yeah. don't understand what's controversial about it other than just like a Jason Aldean song, they woke up and decided that they needed to push back against something. And I'm actually surprised Disney didn't do this from the start. Like I'm surprised Disney even well it, like went through with this. Have you ever seen the the meme uh, about like w when they're talking about all the race swapping and then it shows a picture of Tarzan and they're like I do do it Disney I dare you. <laughs> like Disney knows is smart enough to not do things that are extremely stupid most of the time at least with this type of thing. You'd think they would have just prevented themselves from even causing this controversy by either just casting those actors and keeping the promotional material off of that. Focus on Rachel Zegler. You've got plenty of outrage that you can mine by casting Rachel Zegler. Keep the focus there. Mm -hmm. Like the, She's a raging misandrist. Yes, she is. She's, she's awful. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't know. It's, it's shocking to me because it just seemed like they would have been problematic from the beginning and they would have never have been able to find a way out of it because people are looking for things to be angry about. Not to mention they're not going to do anything with the prince. Just like, just like with, um, with Barbie. Barbie's not allowed to have a romance with Ken. In this one, she's not allowed to be romantic with the prince either. She's so got to save they, herself. They changed the prince character in the Snow White story so that he's no longer a prince in this version of it. He's also a bandit, like the dwarves. Yep. Uh, I sent you a definition of what a bandit is. It's really funny. Okay, let's But it makes see no it. sense. It's not synonymous with prince, I'll tell you that. Banditry is a type of organized crime committed by outlaws, typically involving the threat or use of violence. A person who engages in banditry is known as a bandit and primarily commits crimes such as extortion, robbery, and murder, either as an individual or in groups. I didn't know banditry. I certainly hope that that's, none of that stuff is going to be in a kid's movie. I didn't know that banditry was a word. <laughs> it's like when I heard uh, like uh, a butler buddles. It's, it's called buddling. Is that actually? That's, yes. That's a, wow. that's a thing. Yeah. So does, uh, do you guys have any interest? I mean, it's not really like, just like with Barbie, we're not exactly the target demographic for this, yep. though we'll provide endless content to make fun of Rachel Zegler with and, uh, <laughs> and joke about this stuff. But also, it's like Pierce Morgan tweeted uh, tagging Hugh Grant and said, good question. Why did you take that role from a dwarf actor, <laughs> Hugh Grant? Did Hugh Grant respond? Yeah. 
No, not not yet. Ah, well, well, we we eagerly await his response on why exactly he would have done that. <laughs> it's canceled uh, either way. Can you think of any movies? Like, are there any movies you can think of that have had uh, actors with dwarfism that you really liked? Yeah. I really like, like work. Wee Man. I mean that. I liked uh, Peter Dinklage was in Nip Tuck. He played a oh, dwarf yeah. in that. Um, yeah. All the old Lord of the Rings movies. Exactly. The old Willy Wonka is one of my favorite movies. Austin they Powers. They dwarves there. Austin Powers, Vern Troyer, Mini Me. Yeah. Like that was a that was a cultural moment in time. That's that's a cultural reference that people still make in in uh, Boomer TV shows. M Mini Me, which was a very big thing. Right, little people, yeah. big world. There Reality TV show about little people, yes. big world. Uh, my mom loved. My mom loved. I that watched show. it. My mom loved that show. That was a good show. Yeah, yeah. and think about that. Like in a sh in an age where like with as exploitative as as reality TV tends to be, like uh, that show low key had nothing to do with the fact that they have dwarfism. No, it was just family drama. Yeah, yeah. Like that's that's actually unbelievably wholesome in comparison yeah. to some of the other stuff that we see from reality TV, which tends to be unbelievably degrading and exploitative of the people that are on those shows. So it's a very, very weird time to be alive. There's a $20 super chat there from Francisco Sanchez Jr. Uh, hasn't come through yet. Okay, he said, in a real world, a man can play a woman and win swim meets, but in movies, redheads can't exist. Mince me with that shit, with that sheet. Mm, ice cream, yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Good yes, point. Yes, yes, yes. See, that's the thing, Mary. We would have like a million crisis parties if you just said yes, yes, yes every time the <laughs> every time that a chat came through. I'll try to implement that. That's at a certain point. I don't know, guys. It's uh, I'm I'm more interested in seeing Gal Gadot to try to be evil. I don't know if uh, somebody that beautiful and charismatic can be can somebody that likable. She can, can play be the that. witch. She's yeah, yeah, she is. So mm. it's gonna it's gonna be interesting. You to know, see. that's actually discriminatory toward witches. I wouldn't be surprised. No. Uh, sounds like something Grimes would say, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. Sounds like something Grimes would have a have a problem with. All right, we got some super chats at the end there. Disco Jensen said, "Since pop culture is collapsing in real time, could you be convinced to do reviews and in-depth looks at older films? Your take on Twelve Angry Men?" Um, I would love to review. Uh, like, it, it doesn't fit with the, the problem. Is that people don't want to watch that, and it doesn't fit with the business model here, with the with the model here, because we're live five days a week. We have a set schedule. It requires uh, us to be here at a certain time. We have to go through all this, organize this, do all the thumbnails, get everything ready. Um, Usually, if you no. do reviews like that, your whole channel is dedicated is, to film history, and you make a couple of videos, like Kino uh, Corner. We yes. recommend Kino Corner if you want to look at that. Yep. Exactly. Uh, I, 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 from time to time, share random takes about old movies and television on my Twitter. Uh, you can go follow me on Twitter, at Brett Dasevich. Burgundy Blue said, Mary is 100% correct here. It's kind of weird how entangled pop culture is with government and politics. Politicians should be encouraged to be themselves, but they should also project a sense of maturity. Yeah, I mean, but that's the thing. Like that when they would when they would talk about like the, like, the adults are back in charge and showmanship like, is important for celebrities and statesmanship is important for politicians. And they're different things. Shane H. Wilder said, "Sorry, Bertman, you're wrong on sparkling water. How's the poll doing?" Oh no, you oh, destroyed me. You're um, wrong. Got me. 
526 votes. Look, uh, uh, we're at. Uh, do I let this go to the end? Yesterday they were very mad because I end. I the show ended early because we finish our topics and then we read all the super chats. If there's more super chats, we go yeah. late. If there's less super chats, we finish early. It's it's really up to you guys. So you can't really blame us for that. But yeah, right now at 52%, right now 52% say sparkling water is not good. Interesting. What? So Bertman is being Bertman's confirmed. But or Bertman No, the is, votes uh, are on the rise here. If you don't see this, it's going up like one vote per second. You guys are going to have to, you guys are going to have to. Bertman rigged it. Uh, I'm he, sitting here the whole time. He dropped Mary. those ballots in at three in the morning. Yeah. He has a cult on Discord. It's not fair. I do. <laughs> Tom Bombader said. I am not pro lynching. The plan is to remain an amateur so I can compete in the next Olympics with against the Nigerians. That is all. Oh okay. <laughs> Disco Jensen said the money I would spend on movies and entertainment for a month I spend in PCC super chats. You have been budgeted as leisure activities if feds ask. Perfect. That's awesome, and we appreciate it very, very much. Gordon Shumway said sparkling water is awesome. I used to break my addiction. I used it to break my addiction to soda. Bert, you are allowed to have your opinions. If I can accept Mary not liking Arby's, I can accept Bert's opinion. Thoughts on Arby's, guys? You don't like Arby's? I like Arby's. I don't, know. I'll allow it. It's it's not the best, but it's not horrible. But yeah, all right. Uh, I don't know. The, cur the curly is... fries kind of make it amazing. They the, smack. The, not the... good enough. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but uh, some people think Arby's is called Arby's because it's like R-B. Dude. Roast beef. Arby's it, is huge. Too. I think it they're is. Just, they're just yeah. buying up companies left. Do you see that? Yeah. Like Arby's is like a mass, like it's like, you know, um, Quiznos is making a comeback. I have wow. I've maybe eaten Quiznos once in my life. It's not that great. Yeah, no. but like, no, Arby's is like buying up companies. Like, who's what? like, who are the people funding this? What it's not companies? me. Like, uh, hold on, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go look it up. I was just, <laughs> I was just reading about something this the other day because there's a YouTube channel that I watch called uh, Comics by Perch, and he has a long running vendetta against Arby's, and it's really funny to listen <laughs> to him um, uh, talk about it. I support it. it. Shane H. Wilder said, it's a tame song. Remember Toby Keith's Courtesy of the Red, White, and Blue or Neil McCoy's Take a Knee, My Beep. Um, right. Arby's bought Duncan. Duncan what? Donuts. Really? The oh. Bought Duncan brand for $11.3 billion. Amazing. Where the hell, how did they sell $11 billion worth of roast beef sandwiches? I don't buy this, ladies No, it seems like a front. Uh, it's, it sounds fake. It's it like mattress firm. It, it doesn't. Right. Yes, exactly. Well, you, There's you know, no they're way, way that they're way going fair. out of business every day forever. The company that owns Arby's and Buffalo Wild Wings just bought Duncan. Okay. So it's not Arby's. What's it's the company's Inspire name? Brand. The company that owns Ooh. chains like Buffalo Wild Wings and Sonic will officially be purchasing Duncan Donuts brand. They always name something like that. Inspire. Inspire. It's Endeavor. Just, <laughs> Yeah. You just know that it's owned by some like faceless corporation. BlackRock. Yeah, exactly. It's probably because these companies weren't doing too well, so they bought them while they were down. Well, it was 2020, so it was COVID. Uh, so it's like it's a buying frenzy. Because I'll be honest, I haven't been to Arby's in a long time. Do we have them around here? I've been there maybe there one, one time in my entire life. Is, it? Martinsburg. is there? It's good to go to I'm every like, once in a blue moon. Maybe I'll do that. Maybe since I, sh I held off on eating my Reese's peanut butter cup, and I didn't drink my energy drink, I will then throw all that progress away by driving my ass to Arby's. I had a weird curiosity about Long John Silver's for Ugh. a while, and I tried it, and it's Ugh. just not that good. That's just wrong. It's yeah. funny. It's just wrong. Been there once. Sir Ranko Productions said they filmed the Hannah Montana movie at that courthouse, too. Hashtag cancel Hannah Montana. Uh -oh. Hashtag boycott Hannah, Man Hannah Montana. Hannah Montana is the most racist thing ever. Hannah Montana. Hannah Montana. 
if anybody likes that song. Um, <laughs> yes, we could go listen to, we could go have Billy Ray Cyrus play for us. Yeah. That'd be great. Gordon Shumway said, maybe it's best for all these big Hollywood companies to just fail and go bankrupt. No one buys them. Just start from scratch, just like the trust busting of the big monopolies in the early 1900s. Well, maybe that's what ends up happening someday. Maybe all of them end up going broke, but it won't matter because they're all propped up by venture capitalists and by stakeholder capitalism, right? So they're all propped up by the Black Rocks and the Vanguards. Uh, and all of those companies. So I don't know if we'll ever actually see them fail. It'll just get bought up and then bought up by Aspire Brand or yeah. uh, InspoCo will buy it. And it'll just be a bunch of companies you've never heard of by these by these firms. And a lot of them got like crazy, like Goop. I remember when, when they remember, you know, yeah. uh, like Goop was valued at like several billion dollars. Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah, it's Gwyneth Paltrow's mm. like uh, female... Wellness. Candles. Vagina scented candle brands. Um, that's a real thing. I'm, I'm, I'm not just pulling that out. Uh, it's, it's a vagina scented candle just, brand. You're not just pulling that out of your goop. She also had, um, she also <laughs> sold a, a necklace vibrator. Yes. That you could buy. She did. That you wore around your neck and, and it's just. Stealth vibrator. <laughs> Sometimes I the can't. real world is I just, can't. I can't with these people. <laughs> Austin Brown said, just watched Sound of Freedom for the second time. I'm now offering rides and free tickets to anyone I know that wants to see it. Updated resume, too. That's awesome. Cool. That's really awesome, dude. Gordon Shumway said, what Disney should have done was make Snow White and everyone else dwarves and the seven dwarves normal-sized people. That would have been ironic. <laughs> that would have been good. They should Turn have the done tables. that. Well, you should have just done normal people, but traditionally shorter. Like me, yeah. Like they could just hire me. Oh, yeah. It's like I will be one of the like five foot. You'll five, be Prince Jonathan. Five, five foot five. Brett just comes in looking way shorter than everyone else, and it's just depressing. And it's just like, I'm looking up at everyone like this. Like it's uh, you know, if the paycheck is good enough, right? Yeah. If the paycheck is good enough. All right. Guys, before we go, would you hit the like button on this video? Would you subscribe to this channel if you have not subscribed already? Thank you very much for that. Again, I want to thank everybody that's new that's been watching regularly. It really helps. Share these videos with your friends so that everyone knows to, to tune in at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time to watch this show live. My friend, let everyone know where they can find you. What's up? Uh, you can find me on social media at Carter Banks, with the exception of Instagram, where I post pictures of my cat that my mom sends me, and that's just Carter Banks 4L. But I also want to give a shout out to Pete Parada's new band, The Defiant. They just got a YouTube video or YouTube channel. Uh, I'll put it in the chat thing. He plays drums on a lot of our songs, so thanks for watching, guys. Perfect, Bertman. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at man of Bert. I like to yell at people and spread <laughs> my right wing extremism. Uh, you can find me on timcast.com. Click the read tab, find my articles, find Hannah Claire's articles and all the other writers. And that's it. Thanks guys. Uh, and also, by the way, I have ended the poll. I didn't forget one for once with 52% of the vote. Sparkling water is not good, they say. I don't care. Boo. Mary says, Mary says, boo. All right, Mary, where can they find you? You can send me validation on Instagram at Mary Archived, or you can send me hate on Twitter. That is also Mary Archived. All right, perfect. Guys, if you want to follow me, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Brett Dasivic on both of those platforms. Thank you very much for that. This show is here Monday through Friday, 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That is noon Pacific. If you'd like to listen to the audio version of this podcast, we are on Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, and Spotify. Mary, there's one more $20 one right there. 
Be Mad said, thoughts on the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie? Well, we are going to be reviewing it with a special guest, a returning guest. Yes. So um, I don't really have any thoughts on it yet. My thoughts I'm are on it is that they made April frumpy and ugly on purpose because they hate you and they hate beauty and they hate everything that is good in life. She's no Paige Turco, even in cartoon, and she's definitely no Judith Hogue. Or sorry, no, I should rephrase it. She's no Judith Hogue, and she's definitely no Paige Turco. Um, it's going to probably be awful, but I will wait and see. But I, of course, am a huge fan of the 1990 Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie, so I am very, very hard to please when it comes to that. But I'm going into it with extremely lowered, lowered expectations. Obviously, you judge a cartoon or an animated movie differently than you would uh, talk about a regular movie. So we'll wait and see. Guys, uh, at Pop Culture underscore show, Facebook and TikTok, at Pop Culture Crisis, Instagram, at Pop Culture Crisis Pod. We'll be back with another episode tomorrow. We'll see you then, guys. Bye. Later. Bye.